to Canada, you Jew bastard. Special dedication to the blonde bitch who was at the hockey game last night. I had a chick named Kay. One day she flew away. Tijuana, where the moon is blue. The moon is blue. But with our right-wing censorship, there are words that mustn't slip to truly tell you how I feel for K. Let's feel for So, if you see K in Tijuana, I'll see you in Tijuana too. Now, if you see K, tell her I miss her each day. And the FCC won't let me sing this song I wrote today. Now, if you see K, take her hand, gently say that after this transmission, I'll be out in 90 days. Oh, if you see K in Tijuana, then I'll see you with Tijuana. Go, wanna go, but gotta see you with Tijuana Say it again for the umpteenth time. There's nothing wrong in South Florida that a people transplant wouldn't cure. Line up those buses, baby. That's what we need. Beautiful palm trees, beautiful weather, especially right now. Beautiful beaches. Speaking of beaches, seriously, if I would have had a hockey stick, a baseball bat, I would have done serious physical damage to that bitch in, in row three, section 102 last night. And the guy sitting behind me, whose little kid was kicking me for two and a half periods, kicking me in the back. So you should have taken that little mini Kicking the back of my uh, seat. This is a place where you... See, it's the goal of the people who live here. Now I understand what goes on on this show a lot of times. It's their goal to make sure that you don't enjoy... It's not just the old people. I've always said they want you to be as miserable as they are. Misery loves company. No, it's most of the people... I'd say 70% of the people who are here, maybe they're bitter because they're stuck here, which I can understand that. So they want us to be as miserable as they are. And they're going to do everything in their power to make sure, whether it's at a sporting event, whether it's out there trying to drive from point A to point B on the roads and the highways, that you cannot enjoy your life. That they make you as unhappy as possible. That was a damn good game last night. started out pretty comatose, but the, la the third period in the overtime, damn entertaining game. I wish I'd have seen a lot more of it. I mean, I was there. And I want to say this before I start in on a blonde bitch and a guy with a little kid that was kicking the back of my seat for two and a half periods. You people who are supposedly ushers at the Macarena. I spoke to Steve Dangerfield of the uh, Panther organization before the show this morning. He was a good guy. Because I called Rimmer last night to vent about all of this. But the fact of the matter is that here is a place where they're desperate. Now, we had a sellout last night only because of the fact there were about 10, maybe even more than that, but at least 10,000 Red Wing fans. I mean, it was scary. But at least they show up. I'm not going to knock them. The real ones, I mean, the phony ones, the front-running phonies wearing the Red Wing uh, jerseys who are, you know, wouldn't even know where to find Detroit on the map. Well, screw them. So we had the sellout, big crowd there. But the fact of the matter is that most of the season... After a lot of disappointment and after being screwed over for years and years, and not to mention the outrageous high prices, keep in mind, in my deal here, I get my tickets for free and still rarely go because it's not an enjoyable experience. Sitting at home and watching a sporting event on television in the comfort of your home, your living room, your den, wherever you're sitting out on a patio, you're sitting there and uh, whatever you want to do, okay? You want to get up and go take a leak, you don't have to fight a 100 people. You want to go to the refrigerator and get yourself a beer, a soda, whatever. You don't have to stand online or get ra raped. Did it? 
at the concession stand. And that's not funny. And uh, you're right. Raped it, it is not funny. So when you're desperate to try to get asses in the seats, and the team, I'll tell you, Mike Keenan, hats off to you, Mike, doing a hell of a job. Unbelievable job. Roberto Luongo, this kid in goal, him and Legacy last night played as good of a game as you could possibly ever see. Both unbelievable. It turned into a really exciting game. The first ten minutes of the first period, if I saw two minutes of it, it was a lot. Why? Because you ushers to get back to these old grizzled farts again. And like you're saying, you put anybody in a position of authority, and right away, they're going to show you a thing or two. The only problem is they do it when it doesn't do any good. Let me see your tickets. And this is an hour before the game. And this isn't some guy that just came in there in our section. This is a guy who's been there for years, an old fossil. Oh, hi, Mr. Rogers. How are you? He knows who I am. So an hour before the game, he's checking everybody's tickets to be uh, sure who's naughty and nice. But then once the game starts, once the game starts, they do just the opposite of what they tell you. They keep putting up on a scoreboard. Be considerate. And, oh, and I want to apologize to the Dutch people, the people in Amsterdam. They're the politest people. Uh, well, sure, more than here. No, seriously, everything is relative. You know what I'm saying? I talk about how rude and obnoxious and pushy. They're polite. They're only a step below the people in Toronto as far on the polite scale compared to here. Rude, obnoxious, inconsiderate, disgusting. As soon as the face-off is about to take place, they drop the puck, the game starts again. That's when the usher lets everybody start coming down. Just the opposite of the way it's supposed to work, you see? And that usher at 102 last night, I'm going to tell you, you ought to be horsewhipped, sir, okay? You're pathetic. You're sad. You're tragic. You're an asshole. You're an imbecile. And now they're all coming down, so naturally they have to, they're looking around, they're finding their seats, their rows where the hell they belong, because half of, 90% of them are usually there anyway. Oh, and I'm, I'm so tired of answering people's questions, though. The reason I haven't been there is not because I gave up on a team, but because of the fact it's kind of hard to go to a Panther game when you're in Toronto, unless they're playing the Leafs. See what I'm saying? It's kind of hard to be at the Mac Arena when you're in Toronto most of the time. I've only been back like a week and a half, whatever it's been. Seems like a lot longer. You know what I mean? Seems like about five years. The ushers, they're the biggest problem in that place because, and, and then of course they're carrying all their food and the, the people in the rows have got to stand up and, and they don't, they don't have any hurry to sit down when they finally find where their seats are supposed to be. Well, they're like getting their uh, pantaloons in order and getting their uh, teats in order, like uh, juggling their boobs to get to make sure that they're comfortable. And, uh, and in the meantime, there's, there's a thing going on out there somewhere that's called a game. You hear, you hear the sounds of people hitting the boards and the puck and, the, and there's a game going on there, although the ice is horrendous, I should point out, and the puck bounces like a basketball out there. I noticed even Brett Hall made that comment after the game, and he's right. But if you want to put on an entertaining show, if you want to encourage people to come on out, especially in a town like this, that's such a horse and buggy, one-dimensional town, supposedly with their football bull crap. Although it's interesting, I stopped going to the Dolphin games years ago, and I used to buy my own tickets. I was a faithful season ticket holder for five seasons with great seats. And why did I stop going? Because it became an unenjoyable experience with a bunch of loud, obnoxious, drunken assholes. Kicking over their beers, uh, stepping on your feet, doing everything out of the sun, looking to start a brawl with anybody they could find or looking at them cross-eyed. That's not my idea of an enjoyable afternoon. And last night, I'm, last night to me told me everything I will ever need to know about this town, as if, you know, being here almost 30 years doesn't tell me. It just verified it times 10. One of the most grotesque experiences I've ever had at a public event, anywhere. 
I was going to go to a bunch of games while I'm here for a couple of months. I'll go to the Leafs game February 5th to see the Maple Leafs. I will not be going back other than that, under any circumstances. That doesn't mean I don't support the team. It just means I'm not a masochist. How would you like to be sitting there with some little kid kicking you in the back of your seat for Been two there. and a half hours and Concerts, some bitch movies. some bitch standing there who keeps getting up back and forth and then and then just finally in the third period decided she was going to stand up? People in my row who are season ticket holders and pay for their tickets and have been there since day one in the Macarena, they finally got up and left after two periods, and they said to me on the way out, we're going to go home and watch the rest on television so we can actually see something. Maybe she thought it was a rock concert. I'm going to tell you, seriously, if I would have had a baseball bat, I'd be in jail right now. I'm telling you. That's how that's... And finally, in the third period... She st she decided she was just going to stand up, not just wave the arms and go back and forth and schlep around. She was just going to stand up while the game is going on. And the people in the first row behind me, which is a few seats to my left, started screaming, "Sit down!" And she's like looking at them, what? what? Like like she like she's all of a sudden got hearing problems. And she's still standing up. And I finally yelled out, "Sit the hell down!" And she still was standing up. I you have never seen me in your life move as fast as I moved. I was like I was shot out of a cannon. And running up the stair to that damn uh, usher, who, of course, at this point was busy schmoozing with some other asshole, wasn't even paying any attention, to explain to him what the hell was going on. And he says, well, which woman is it? And, I say, and at that point, now she's coming up the stairs. She finally got the message. They were about to tar and feather her, okay? Woman with a black blazer, a blonde. I'd love to find out who the hell she was. Oh, I have clients all over the place in here. So maybe she works for some radio station or the newspaper or TV station or some ad agency. She should only croak. This bitch. A wicked, nasty death. And I would, I'd pay admission to watch it. I would pay lots of money to stand there and watch her bleed to death. So now she's coming up the stairs as I'm telling the usher about what's going on. And I said, that one right there. And she just keeps lollygagging along like uh, nothing's going on. And out the exit she goes. Yeah, she had some of her clients there. Of course, they were Red Wing fans. Never seen them before in my life. Some guy with a hair lip and his uh, whatever the hell she was. That's a cleft palate. Oh, I'm sorry. It was a great night, man. What a great time. Nothing wrong with this town that a people transplant wouldn't cure. Seriously, I would say about 40% of you people in this town need to be removed from the planet. Let's, send, You're let, let's get a hold of the clonade people right away. Maybe we can send them to the, whatever planet they came from. We can send these people there. Because it, and it's not just at sporting events. It's the driving. It's, it's uh, at the shopping mall. It's in the uh, Publix. It's everywhere you go. The intolerant, the, ob obs the obsessive rudeness. Bitching people out, getting hysterical. Uh, you were talking about uh, somebody at a checkout at the supermarket, bitching about some, because the scanner scanned the wrong price, as if somehow the woman had, the cashier had some responsibility for that. It was her fault. This is on sale. I have a coupon here. This is on sale. Like the old bag that wanted the uh, salad dressing free because it said free on the label. That's a true. Nobody believes me about that. That's I a true story. This woman was older than Methuselah's grandmother. Here, in this place, I believe that. Yes. She couldn't believe that the cashier actually scanned the product because she, wait a minute, you're charging me for that? She said, of course. She said, well, look, it says free. It's called free, meaning fat-free salad dressing. It's because free in big letters on huh? Yeah, true story. Yeah. 
This is South Florida for you. So anybody out there who thinks that I'm a grumpy old man, that I exaggerate, oh, you're full of crap, okay? This is the rudest, the ob most obnoxious, the most unacceptable goddamn place. Thank God I live in Toronto most of the time where the people are polite and happy and decent and friendly. You wouldn't see what happened in that place last night at the Air Canada Center or Maple Leaf Gardens under any in a billion years. You would never would have seen it. It wouldn't have happened. Am I getting a little bit worked up here? Good. Not, not enough. Well, oh, I'm just starting. 913 at 560 WQM. Have you ever been presented with an opportunity when you should have, could have, or would have done something like beating her brains out with a baseball bat? But you didn't do it? Well, there's an incredible Fannie Mae mortgage rate out there at 3.45%. This rate is available. And by the way, before I get onto this spot, 90 days in jail for killing two people on a DUI. Michael Mayo wrote the worst column in the history of newspapers in this morning's Sun Sentinel. Go back to the sports section where you belong, Michael Mayo, you wimp, you idiot. 90 days. And they may wind up throwing that out, too, by the way. A little slap on the wrist. Anyway, there's an incredible Fannie Mae mortgage rate out there at 3.45%. That's available by calling Financial Group. Toll free, 1-800-940-5363. If you were to compare a 7% rate with 3.45%, you'd save yourself 3500 bucks in the first year alone for each $100,000 that you owe. A hundred thousand costs you only four hundred and forty seven bucks a month. This is an opportunity that won't last though because it's a forty year low. So if you're thinking about refinancing or buying a home, call Financial Group. Do the smart thing. Call one eight hundred nine four zero fifty three sixty three. The process is simple and the call is free. One eight hundred nine four zero L E N D. Financial Group has been an equal housing lender to thousands of borrowers of the Fannie Mae program. Credit restrictions do apply, and rates are subject to change if you wait too long. 5.34 APR. Call Financial Group today, toll-free, 1-800-940-LEND. This is Sports Radio 560. Boss. This town was once alive, <laughs> they even had spring grain, there were things to do all night, in Broward and in Day, but the old fart walking dead, Boy. and the power Boy. to elect, Boy. the crooked Julio's, who just got Boy. off the boat, I heard Neil Rogers cry, this is the day that my Everyone who thought that they knew best Are the ones who brought a slow and painful death To Miami Can you believe there was a time They had casinos in Hallandale Tried to organize the crime But the experiment had failed Oi. When the brain did came to town Oi. And tore the fun stuff down at 560 WQM. I don't want to live in New York, Lynn. Okay, Lynn Samuels is emailing me back and forth. Ba, 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 ba. It's uh, great. 
1,114 votes on the poll from yesterday. The Neil Moe Howard, the, the, the David the, the, uh, feud, is bad for QAM 12, good for QAM 14, disturbing 20. You know, like this town, disturbing, in bad taste, and must stop immediately 22. No. Great Radio 156, entertaining 180. Getting old, 322, and yo, 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 let's rape Mo. Yo, 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 let's rape Mo. Came from behind and passed the other one like it was standing still. 388 votes. Are you, are you ready for that? 388 people in this audience. Oh, <laughs> I like that, said. Yo, 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 let's rape Mo. And that won a pull out of 1114 votes. Pretty heavy-duty turnout, if you ask me. I'll get back to that experience last night momentarily. I don't expect anybody else to call in because one thing over the years I've discovered is in spite of all the people who come up during the games and again last night, Neil, love your show, Happy New Year, a lot of very nice people, but none of them ever call this show, almost never. You can, And I'm not talking about the game. I'm not going to make that mistake, talk hockey on the air, because that's like suicide in this town. It is. Had a sellout last night, and we had thousands and thousands of Red Wing fans, people who understand the game, people who understand that when the game goes on, when the puck drops and they start playing the game, that's when you sit your ass down and you pretend at least you're watching the game. As opposed to, like, uh, up and down and forth and back and in and out. Oh, my God. Crazy people. That's what we got here. And as amazing as it may sound, I, I want to say it again, the old Miami arena, you know, because it was too small so Wayne couldn't make any money, but the old arena was a thousand times better than this piece of crap we got now. The, you can't complain about the ambiance in that building because there isn't any. Still got the same jackasses on their cell phones talking to somebody else along the way. Then we got people, while the game is going on, oh, there's so-and-so up there. Why not wait till the period ends, okay? And go say hi to your buddy. Go schmooze with somebody. Oh, look at who's there. And they're standing up and pointing, and there's a... Uh, People who want to be seen and see other people. See, I think you've got it wrong. Plastic. Oh, oh in other words, there's not a game going on? No, it's just a gathering. It's just something thing see. to do. The game is an excuse to get together in the same place I and see. eat something. David Farrell was let out of a Broward County courtroom in handcuffs yesterday to serve the first night of a 90-day drunk driving sentence. But the former FBI agent might be out as early as today if his lawyer can persuade a judge to release him pending an appeal of the verdict. Defense lawyer Bruce Udolph said Farrell was accused but acquitted of killing two Lauderhill brothers by driving the wrong way on I-95, <laughs> would spend last night in protective custody at the Broward County Jail. In addition to the 90-day jail term, Broward Circuit Judge Mark Gold sentenced Farrell 39 to a year of probation, 50 hours of community service, and a DUI course. <laughs> he also ordered Farrell to avoid alcohol during probation and suspended his driver's license for one year. Suspended a sentence. How do you like that? Huh? This is one of the great travesties in the history of mankind, I think second only to O.J. This pisses me off. Well, you know, the FEH, the FHP, they kind of like changed the story, and they did this, and they said that, and, you know, right. First he was doing it, and then he wasn't doing it, and he's going to drink a whole, he's going to drink a six-pack. He's going to drink five six-packs right there in the witness stand to show you what, how much he can hold his booze. A farce. A dog and pony show masquerading as a trial. And Michael Mayo writes, seriously, Mike, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. You ought, you ought to hide under the bed for a month. You ought to crawl right under the bed right now. Or go back to the sports section. You didn't do a great job there, but at least you couldn't, didn't do as much harm. I wouldn't even dignify his column by reading one word from it. Although it does say, like, well, that's the only word. It starts out like, 
your disgrace. Here's today's poll before we get to our calls and more about... Oh, poor Levon. How about Levon Hernandez? Did you see that story? Yes. Hysterical. We don't have that. They have that in the sports thing. I'm, I love you, Miami, after the 1997 World Series. And don't forget, like Dan Labastard said, Miami didn't win the World Series. The Cubans won it. We won it. Remember that? That was all about Levon. Don't remind me. The Cubans won it. Well, congratulations, George. Better late than ever. It's six years later, but congratulations on your oh, World Series. Thank you have your much. ring? Well, not that kind. Oh. You have the wrong kind. That well, no, right. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, I saw Joe and Janina last night at the game. They were behind me between periods while this guy uh, took his little kid out there for uh, sensitivity training. Still married? They're still married. They flashed their rings, said they had a great time in Vegas, although they admit that they went at the wrong time of the year, that it was just jam-packed. Thanksgiving and New Year's, not good times to be in Vegas, boys and girls, if you want to get around, unless you plan on walking a lot. The traffic is impossible. It is just jam-packed with living and breathing people. They said they had a marvelous time. Now they're talking about this summer maybe going to Italy. See, I, you know something? I'm giving up. I said, you must go to Rome and Florence. Well, you know, Venice said this. And, of course, Joe's ancestors were from Naples. I said, you don't want to go to Naples. Naples is for schleppers. It's nothing but gypsies, tramps, and thieves. But, uh, well, but I mean, Joe knows. And now I realize, huh? Joe knows. Right. No matter what it is, Joe knows. So they know better than I, so I'll keep my mouth shut. No, seriously, I'm I'm trying to do a favor for them, because I've been there a zillion times. I know what they'd enjoy, where they, but like I said, like Mandich always uh, does, every time I mention Mo, he just gives that zip across the lip motion. Is that Mandich who you're scared of? Yeah, the Mandich that I'm scared of, I don't, I dash and knock him, because he'll beat the crap out of me. Yeah, in fact, I'll knock him right now. He Yesterday, although he's doing the right thing. But the fact is, he started because there's no football in this town going on anymore right now, so he mentioned the fact that there was the column, uh, whose column was it? He read like a couple of uh, sentences about the uh, Panthers and the only game in town. I forget who's calling. He read like about one sentence from that, and then uh, then there was that was it. And he said, "Well, do the Panthers uh, competing for the playoffs? Does that tingle your toes?" Yada. And uh, what's his name? Dave, uh, whatever his name is, Lamont. Dave Lamont said, "Hey, Sonny, you're out." So Levon, the hero of the 1997 Marlins World Series victory, was arrested in Miami yesterday after allegedly swinging golf clubs at a 65-year-old man and grabbing him by the throat during an argument at a warehouse. For a minute, I thought it said a whorehouse. A warehouse. No, I saw the piece on TV. And the old guy, 65-year-old guy. But I don't know who I really believe, because the old guy, like, yeah, yeah, he did it. He had a club. And then all Levon's buddies, no, he didn't do it. I don't know who I believe. There were other witnesses that said that, yeah, he swung at him. Yeah. Who do you believe? See, them. see, you want to believe them because it's an anti-sports thing. You know, no, you, you to want to pick that. out poor Levon, who no, never stole a no, freight train. Never met the man. All no. his relatives said he's a wonderful guy. He never stole a freight train. Whatever. And he loved you, Miami. To be Levon. swinging at an old man like that. Yeah, to be swinging a golf club at a 65-year-old man. Thank God it wasn't O.J. at least swinging a golf club. Well, maybe he's got bad aim. Maybe he thought the old guy was the guy that killed Ron and Nicole. Huh? Maybe he was trying to get even. Oh, that's right. It wasn't O.J. It was Levon. I'm, I'm just, seriously, I have never had an experience the likes of last night in my life. In my life. I've been to a lot of sporting events. I told the usher, I was going to grab the usher by the throat. Yeah, see, Mo, I could have I uh, punched him out because he's a doddering old man, even worse than even worse than you, Mo. But don't forget, Mo has always been above board. See, I love guys that, like, come on here and put on posture for the audience, like, oh, I'm, I'm righteous, and I don't do those things, and I think we all should get along. And then behind the scenes is stabbing everybody in the back and in the heart, trying to get people canned. 
You're not fooling this old fag, Mo, not for one second. And I want to thank whoever faxed me that Radio George, the listener, George with a G, who faxed me that piece from Dave Halberstam's book about sportscasters. And could they do it again? And Yeah, please fax that to me again, by the way, because we'd like to keep that. Hank would like to see it. And others. Hey, Mo, Hank hates you like poison. 27... What are you laughing about? You know it's true. Yeah, that's why it's funny. Uh, exactly. Like poison. 27 after 9 at 560 WQM. Another year's gone by and you're still underpaid and stuck in a crappy job working with a bunch of butt plugs. Like Mo. A bunch of grumpy old farts. If your New Year's resolution is a high-paying career, here's the answer for you. Call Fast Train toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. If you enroll now, you can be certified on the way to a new high-paying job by April. That's right. If you can commit three nights a week, Fast Train can have you certified as a computer professional by this April. And Fast Train is uh, the folks who can uh, do it for you right. Call toll-free 1-866. Like I said, they be the folks. 866-FAST-TRAIN. They offer you job placement, easy financing, day-night and weekend classes, and they have four convenient locations all over town. They're in Miami, they're in Kendall, they're in Fort Lauderdale, and now in Pembroke Pines. Just one simple call can get you on the way to a new exciting, high-paying career. So get out of that dead-end job, say goodbye to that asshole boss, oh, and call Fast Train right now, toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN, or check them out on the World Wide Wicked Web if you like at FastTrain.com. Live, live and local. Sports Radio 560 QAM. I am Mo Howard today, and the big weapon and I'm ancient. All over my old face are blue and reddish, purple veins. I don't know why they hate me, or why they always rape me. It must be cause I got these blue and reddish, purple veins. A vein mark on my arm, like a Rand McNally map of Lockerwatt. I got veins on my nose, and nobody knows that under my clothes I wear pantyhose. But that don't mean that I'm gay. If you think my arms are bad, you ought to see my legs. I might as well keep them smooth and shaved to show a little glass the next time I'm raped. I could go to a surgeon, but that gives me the shivers. I would not want to walk out looking like Joan Rivers. Uh, where am I here? I fired the beast, the fat little freak. I did him a favor, now he can't afford to eat. The reason I dismissed that stinking fat bastard is because he wouldn't shut up, and he can't play canasta. Hey, somebody talking over there? Nobody talks when I rap. I rap, then you talk. Hey, look at me, I'm hip, hip. I ain't no square. I'm a ding-dong daddy, man. I'm really dead. I fire anyone I want. I don't care. Especially if they make me flip my wig made of smelly green hair. I got fired myself. It even happens to the greats. Westwood once said, you get out of here or else we break your legs. So now I sit by the pool. Life's as good as it gets. With my paladin cocktail, placing bets on the jets. In paradise. Paradise. I don't kiss nobody's ass in paradise. Do, 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 do. I'll be shopping down the Scoogans when I get the chance. But the cleaners aren't ready with my lime green pants. How long does it take? Kelly, call and complain. It was just a little thought. So what? I left this day. Do you think that's funny? Want a knuckle sandwich, buddy? I can do what I want, because the management loves me. Can I tell you something, Mo? Something you ought to know. For the longest time, I wanted you to be my own. You are my type, pal. Now I am straight. Pal, no. What are you doing? I won't take no for an answer. Well, get out of here. Come on. Not you. Get out of there. Get up, bitch. Do, 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 do. Nine thirty-two at five sixty WQM. Happy Thursday to you. Who we got? We got uh, Joe Rose for the Mad Dog at one today. 
Hank is doing a show at Crystal Palace in the Bahamas, no less. Hurricane Hotline at 7 tonight. 9 o'clock, Josh Friedman, Eddie K from GA at 10. Joe and Mark and Janina overnight. Anyway, now, what's wrong with Al Goldstein? I'm a fat Jew. Yeah, I think he's coming unglued. Your close personal friend who gave you all those free meals, by the way. Right. That you used to go schlepping up there along with Fat Rich because you were into those free meals. Sure. And was going to let you use his apartment. Right. Not. Well, I'll give that story momentarily. It's almost not even... I don't even want to give him the publicity, to be honest with you. Here's today's poll. Over the years, who has been the worst chronic on Neil's show? It's already up there on the website. Already got some votes. And, boy, that's kind of shocking to me. Look who's in first place in the early voting. You're gay. Reverend Jones. The worst chronic on Neil's show, Greg from Port St. Lucie, etc. Mitch from the video store. Gilbert from Hunger. Blind Mike. The guy with the eyes. Andy from Hollywood, Reverend Jones, You're gay. Woody. Now, here's one I put on there that you won't remember because it's uh, way before your time. Gil Siegel from WKAT. Right. Oh, hi there, Neil Rogers. It's Gil Siegel. I want to say hello on behalf of my friends and brothers who are going to shepherd the Camus house. That sounds like Gilbert. Uh, very close. I think related. Gil Siegel. He was foisted on me by Craig Worthing, by the way. What's Gil short for? Oh, I never thought about that. <laughs> the Maricone guy. And Dennis, the professional Catholic. Now, that was my list. Don't you think that's a pretty good list? Damn good. Now, leave anybody out? I don't think so. I don't think there's anybody to compete with them. Those are the only people that we have names for. Right. And then there's, like, that faggot Julio Cadre out there. And, no, no, I'm, you know. no, I'm not going right. to dignify them by putting them on there anyway, see, because they would, they would like that. No. These are people that we can stick our finger on. Right. Win. Over the years, who has been the worst chronic on Neil's show? Greg from Port St. Lucie, from Boynton Beach, from all the other places they've kicked him out of. I wonder if we got a fax from Greg yet. Okay, no, not yet. Oh, but here's that thing again from listener George. Thank you so much. Here's the article for uh, Hank and whoever else wants to see it about Mo, the Mo Meister. Uh, and where does it say that he got the... Uh, Eddie. Was... Nah, Eddie's... You want to put Eddie on there? Yeah. Okay, let's put Eddie on here. Hey, uh, Eric, we hate to make you do this because we know you're in a sour mood. Fanny pack. A guy with a fanny pack? Yeah, but he's not. He doesn't call that much. Not anymore. No. Eddie, as in this is Eddie. Got it, Eric? Okay. Eddie in parentheses, this is Eddie. Yeah, you're right. He belongs on there. Uh, now, where's that one line in this thing that, that we read yesterday from Dave Halberstam's book? Final four, yada yada yada, and then to do offensive. Uh, I don't understand. Where the hell is that line? Oh, didn't have any NBA experience. The Nets commanding voice he left over was ostensibly financial differences, but others later confirmed he was pushed out for being overbearing. Well, you talk about the understatement of the century, overbearing. Wow, what an understatement. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon. Wireless line. Here's West Palm Beach. Hello. Yes, hello, Neil. How are you? Okay. I was at the game last night. That was the worst I've ever seen. I just called up the Macarena. I want to get my money back for the rest of the season. They were throwing bottles at the end of the game. Really? Oh, yeah, it was ridiculous. I was in 107. So it wasn't I, just in 102? No, it was 107, too. Uh, I had some people in front of me. There was a guy behind me the whole third period. He was talking to his mother, telling her where to look for him on TV. Uh-huh. It was ridiculous. He went up and told the guy, and all the guy kept on doing is coming down and telling the kids in front of us 
to stop changing aisles. He didn't say a word about any bottles being thrown. It was it was it was the worst. Hey, at least you had somebody that was paying attention to what was going on. Our usher, he was busy back up there uh, playing with himself. I don't know what the hell he was doing, but well, he sure wasn't paying any attention. And every time the face-off would take place, as soon as the puck hit the ice, that's when he'd start sending people down to stand in everybody's way. Exactly. Everybody came down right in front of us while the play was playing. Exactly. I agree with you, Neil. It was the worst game I've ever been at. I want my money back for the rest of the season. Okay, thanks, pal. Take care of yourself. Okay. Bye-bye. Don't spend it all in one place. See here? Now, look at the good timing. This is Eddie. It says you forgot Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Right. You're right. We got him on there. Now, we didn't forget. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. You think the woman standing in front of you was hysterical. You should have seen the Mickey and Danny show overnight last night. It was hysterical, man. Mickey and Danny show? The uh, Joe and Mike show. Joe and Mike? Joe and Mike. Rick and Ed? Rick. <laughs> yeah. Spick and Suds? Permanent McBean? Rick yeah. and Suds, Permanent yeah. McQueen, yeah. Wow, what, yeah. What, was, what did I miss? What did you miss? Go back to Canada. No, stay here, by the way. Neil. You're so camouflaging, uh... 5670560, oh, pound five... Can you draw me a map? Huh? It's a crazy person, don't yeah. you understand? No, it's I just do. another crazy person. We're still waiting for some real calls. Is this going to go on, like, in perpetuity now? Is this going to go on forever? That's it. Then after my outburst, after that grotesque experience, I can't... Uh, the one good guy that called there first... But evidently, I'm, mine must be out there on a limb. Here's Weston. Hello. Hey, I'm holding for the Mad Dog. Yeah, Mad Dog ain't here today. Here's Boca. Hello. Neil? Yes, sir. Uh, good morning. Um, you know, I tried to call uh, Moe this morning twice, and they hung up on me. Why is that? You know, I wanted to tell him that, uh, you know, he was busting uh, he was busting you this morning uh, pretty bad. Yeah. You, know, you, you only have one subject to talk about. It's mm -hmm. him, you know. How does he know uh, that if he doesn't listen to the show? Yeah, he says he doesn't listen, but he turned it on yesterday for the first time in seven months. You I know? see. And uh, he doesn't know that. Uh, he says that all those Mobits should be on a CD. They make a CD and make money out of it. Oh, that's a great idea, yeah. Yeah, he's, he, he's such a liar. You know, the, there's one thing. He came in this market saying he was going to change sports talk radio. Oh, he sure did that. Okay. And, no <laughs> <laughs> and number two... They have no ratings. I want to see ratings on that show. Yeah. You carry the station. Right. He has no idea of what goes on. Well, around. that's why it's so ludicrous for him to come in here with all his bombastic bullcrap and lambasting me and my audience and everybody else, when in the meantime, like you said, we carry the whole damn station on here. And uh, he, so far he's produced minimal at best, mediocre numbers at best. And they're, and they're paying him money that you earned the station. There you go. And that, 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 that fries my ass. Okay, thanks a lot. Thank you, Neil. See ya. It's my agent. I wish. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T. Very slim response again here this morning. I don't think we have any audience out there, you know what? I, I really don't. I've never, ever seen it like this. We get one here, we get one over there. It's like uh, nobody's got anything to say. I'm going to, seriously, if I'm the only person, I'll do the show all year long from Toronto. I don't care. If I'm the only one who's offended by the behavior of the people who are at sporting events and elsewhere. You name it. The theater. Anywhere. I'm gagging on it from this crowd. 60 votes. Over the years, who's been the worst chronic on Neil's show? Reverend Jones, 15. 
Dennis, the professional Catholic, 10. I think he called the other day. The Matacon guy, 9. Gilbert, 9. <laughs> Andy from Hollywood, 5. Eddie, the, uh, this is Eddie, 4. Greg from Port St. Lucie, you only got three votes, Greg. Woody, two. Yo, Siegel's got one. Somebody with a good memory. One for Blind Mike, one for Mitch for the video store, and none for the guy with the eyes. Who's going to feel very left out? 20 till 10 at 560 WQAM. Kick off the new year with a great new mattress from our friends at Dollar Mattress. Help out your back. Get you a great night's sleep every night. Forget about those department of bedding stores that rip you off. They give you that bait and swish deal. Because Dollar Mattress has got exactly the great name brand mattress you want in stock, ready for just about immediate delivery. They carry only the best. They got Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, and every size and style under the sun. And when you order your new bed <coughs> from Dollar Mattress by calling 1-800-MATTRESS, they'll have it there on time, even the same day you call. You choose the date and time when it's convenient for you. <coughs> I think I'm going to choke to death here because some of that champion light went down the wrong thing. Yeah. <coughs> Donald Mattress prides itself on their 99% on-time record, too, which is just one reason why they're ranked first for overall customer satisfaction in the universe. So do what the smart people here at QAM have done. Yours truly, Miguel, George, we sleep on mattresses from Donald Mattress. You should be doing the same. It's a piece of cake. Just one easy call. That's all you have to do, and they'll be there in no time. 1-800-MATTRESS. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. American Idol is back on TV. American Idol, who's it gonna be? We're gonna find out who can sing and who will hear some nasty things. Here's your chance at life. Forty-five at five sixty WQM. Happy Thursday to you. Here's a call from Lake Worth. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? Okay. Uh, I'm originally from Toronto. I've been down here for about seven years. I love your show, and I'm a paramedic firefighter at a department that uh, shall remain unnamed in Broward County. I've never seen such a large group of complete morons in my life, other than the people that live down in uh, South Florida. Uh, I'm sure you've heard all this before, but I've been to numerous Panther games and. Uh, it's totally disgusting, one of those games. And uh, not only that, but uh, all the uh, Christian conservatives in this country are absolutely cracking me because they have absolutely no clue of what is, of uh, reality or any other uh, thing in life. 
Yeah, well, I don't care whether they have a clue or not, but they should stop trying to browbeat everybody else with their crap. If they want to live well, in the Stone Age, that's up to them. But well, don't try know, to impose it on everybody else. If you uh, if you want to become involved in politics, and you should also be taxed, and you can't you can't. Uh... You cannot go without being taxed and also try to have your way in, uh, in, in the political arena. It's uh, it's unbelievable. Okay, pal. Good luck to us. Thank you. See you. Five six seven zero oh, five sixty. What a response, ladies and gentlemen! What a tremendous response! No, this, this, this just just draw the line on the uh, calendar on the map. This this is finished here. This whole town finished. Five e even a story about the uh, the cop David Farrell, the FBI guy. Now nobody cares about that. See, this is a town where basically people come here. And once they come here, you're just supposed to throw in the towel. Just like that thing I tried to bring up a couple of days ago about the Herald and the Pan related. Nobody cares about that anymore. They just gave up. They've just been beaten down so much, they don't give a crap anymore. Even if they used to, they don't care anymore. They've given up. I have, I, I couldn't even imagine, even as long as I've done this show, couldn't imagine that a community could be as lethargic and disinterested in everything and anything than here. All they want to do is call this radio station and whine, ah, the dolphins lost, the hurricanes lost, ah, aren't we cursed, ah. you know, that's it. That's this town, that's it. Speaking of assholes, airport sex talk gets raunchy publisher pulled off a flight. It's your friend, by the way. Screw pub. What are you laughing about? You're the one that always encouraged like him to come in here. Never once. Screw magazine publisher Al Goldstein missed a flight to New York yesterday morning after his sexual comments reduced an airport security worker to tears. The vendor of salacious publications was pulled off the American Airlines flight by BSO at the Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport. Kelly Nobles, a screener for the TSA, told police that Goldstein looked at her and said, "Are you a real blonde?" He also commented, "If you and me were to have sex, I'd want to keep—I want you to keep your uniform on." According to police report, which notes that other screeners heard the remarks as well. Nobles reported that she felt really uncomfortable and began to cry. Goldstein said he simply asked the woman how often she is propositioned on the job, then continued talking with a group of men about porn star Ron Jeremy. B.S. Oh. deputies interviewed the raucous publisher and Pompano Beach resident, finally determining that he hadn't broken any laws, although he was uncooperative at first and screamed at the officers. Goldstein said he missed his scheduled knee surgery in New York, but was rebooked on a later flight and upgraded to first class. Isn't that great? They upgraded him to first class to make up for his being late and to reward him for his aberrant behavior. The eccentric publisher blamed the incident on the Ken Jenny conspiracy, a reference to the Broward County Sheriff. Goldstein, 66's campaign unsuccessfully for the sheriff's job. He said Jenny is aware of his plans to run again in 2004, hence the harassment at the airport. That's ridiculous, said BS oh. spokesman Jim Leodal. And it goes on about, well, the girlfriend threatening to shoot herself, all these other and the harassment suits and him spending time in jail and Rikers Island, etc. What a sad story, you know. He's just uh, reaching the bottom of the barrel, poor Al. Who we used to like a lot. Well, a little bit. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Pissed off and fired up about that FBI guy, man. Yeah. Not only is he just going to get 90 days in county jail, he's in protective custody right. because he's an ex-cop, so he's going to be separated and get all kinds of perks in jail. Uh-huh. I mean, this is ridiculous. I heard, I heard the chef is going to cook special. That's what I heard. The I dancing mean, girls he's going to love. I mean, he, I can't believe it. And for your poll, you forgot the ebullient guy. 
Nah, he's small potatoes. Okay. Thanks. Have a good one, He's like Frankie Pentangeli. How's the pool coming? Here are the contenders. Reverend Jones, 21. Gilbert, 15. <laughs> Dennis, the professional Catholic, 14. This is Eddie. He's got 13. And the Mighty Cohen guy's got 12. Those are the only ones in double digits so far. It'll be a pretty good battle, I think. Here's a call from Doral. Hello. Hi. Yes, sir. Good morning. Uh, I don't know if you saw last night the show on CBS. It was like a an hour news special. It was about... I want to get your opinion. It's about these sick No, I did not see it because I was at the hockey game trying to watch a game. Well, it was about these sick people who who look at these child model websites. A lot of sick people in the world exploiting their own children and making a buck. I want to get your opinion on it. What do you think? My opinion on what? On that type of activity. Don't you think it's kind of sick? What, what, now, what type of activity are we talking about? Uh, a 50-year-old, a 40-year-old selling their kid on the Internet for for pictures, dressing well, up. Well, of course that. it's sick. I mean, is is there some debate about that? No, 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 but these people, these disgusting, pathetic people try and pass themselves off like it's okay and they make all sorts of rationales. Yeah, well, so do pedophiles. They also pass it off like, uh, they're, they're like, like the Nambla people, like it's a legitimate organization. Just a lot of sick people and everything comes back to South Florida. <laughs> well, he wasn't doing too well that he got to that last part. You're right about that. You are absolutely correct, sir. Wow. I, I don't, as long as I live, I don't think I'm ever going to get over that experience. I mean, I'll get over it, but I'll, I'll just never forget that experience last night. It was just so, and, and there was no excuse for it. There was no need for it. It just can't happen. It's like if, if you get like 20,000 people in a building and just like have a free-for-all, you know, well, everybody just go crazy, do whatever you want, you know. The fact that a bunch of people paid a lot of money to come here and enjoy a sporting event or a concert or whatever, well, uh, don't bother us with the facts. In addition to which, they still got the noise in there booming as loud as ever, enough to make your eardrums burst. The guy who sits in front of me, he he was turning around to talk to me, and I'm like leaning forward to talk to him several times there, and 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 not while the game is going on, but you know in between and in between periods, and they they still have the music so loud, you just can't hear him. You somebody is sitting right in front of you. What? Huh? Why even bother? So you know you can bellyache all you want these people in the organization, but you have a long even after all of these years, you got a long way to go to putting out an entertaining and enjoyable evening for the public. And I know that there are a lot of the sycophants out there, the people, the professional groupies, the ones that sniff the jockstraps, who'll be there no matter what you do to them. And I notice the same one; they're all going to be there. We love that Panther, you know, but uh, they're not going to put enough money in your pockets to make the franchise viable here. You got to make it an enjoyable night's out for the public. And if it's if somebody like me, who is probably the biggest hockey fan in this town, if somebody like me didn't have an enjoyable evening in what turned out to be a pretty good game. There must be something wrong there. You know what I'm saying? You get it? Must be something wrong what are you saying? in that joint. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. You know what Levi Hernandez says? Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Happy New Year. Same to you. Got one for your poll. Check a big... Here's Boca. Hello. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, you know, a lot of people, I think, that call your channel, they've never been and visited a lot of the places that you've actually gone to. And it's sort of like if, you, if you've only eaten hamburger all your life, you don't really know what filet mignon is. And I think that, you know, when you talk about Toronto, I've been there. It's a fantastic city. 
It's a shame more people don't get that opportunity because they just think Miami is the greatest. Place no, no, in the I, world. I don't want. I don't want any of these people that are going to Toronto. I don't want any of them going there. <laughs> let them go to. Let them go to Buffalo. I want to go back to Lay of Soul Restaurant off of Queen Street. Unbelievable. It's a great place. What is it? What you, I didn't hear what you just said. Oh, I was just going to say, I still, you know, it's a great place, wonderful restaurants. It's, like you say, let them stay here. Okay, thanks. Thanks. No, I'm not plugging any place else. I'm talking about here, how, how, why, how this place could be enjoyable and why it is not. Not how people should go to Toronto, to this place, to that place, to Schenectady. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the way people should behave to be civilized and tolerant and decent with each other. Instead of grotesque and unfriendly and nasty and hostile and <coughs> antisocial. You know what I'm saying? That's right, antisocial. Like farting in somebody's face. Sean in Hollywood, you've been up real good up till now, but you're... says, how could you leave off the chronic from Lutz? First of all, John Broward was chronic, and they gave him his own show, but he wasn't a chronic caller to my show. He never called me, or at least very rarely. And the chronic from Lutz only made one phone call. How can that be chronic? See, several, but it was over the like who? a month. The chronic from Lutz that we did the song about. Nah, because that was a phony. It wasn't even for real. He used to call all the time. Ah, really but that but was, that was during, like one month. Right, one one month. month. One month out of twenty-seven years don't cut it, Sean. So you know, quit while you're ahead. Good facts, you though, but he happens to be wrong there. Did we forget Ken Block, by the way? Oh, look at look at this. Every day, every single day. I get this anti-Semitic crap. George ain't on anymore, okay? Wait until my next vacation. Yesterday I'm getting it, and today I'm getting it, too. Just virulent anti-Semitic swill coming in on the fax machine. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. Reverend Jones, 21. Dennis, the professional Catholic, 19. Now you're talking. Gilbert, 19. <laughs> and also the Maticone guy, 19. This is Eddie, 14, in the rest single digits. Hey, guys, if you want your hair back, you can go out there and get plugs in your head and watch the blood dripping down over your eyelids. You can get yourself a mousy-looking piece that will have everybody on the floor in hysterical laughter. You can go take those dangerous pills that might make you sick, might even kill you, and probably not grow one single strand of hair back. Or you can do the smart thing. You go see my good, close, personal buddy, Charles Alfieri, at the Alfieri Studios in Fort Lauderdale. Charlie's natural hairline system is the best in the world, which is why everybody with a brain goes to see him, whether they're multimillionaires or schleppers or somewhere in between, because they know that for no amount of money in the world can they get a better, more natural-looking system than Charlie's natural hairline piece. And Charlie gives you a 30-day guarantee. You have nothing to lose but that big, glowing, glaring, ugly, bald spot. If you don't love the way it looks and feels up to 30 days, Charlie give you a full refund. If you're not getting laid 20, 30, 40 times an hour, Charlie give you your money back. Call today and take advantage of your $200 Neil Rogers discount. Charlie also services and repairs all types of air systems while you wait for only 25 or 30 bucks. Here's the toll-free number to call. There's no obligation. They give you a free consultation, and they'll actually show you just how much better and younger they can get you guys to look. 1-800-321-2413. 1-800-321-2413. Be sure and tell them that old Neil told you to call or check out their website, charlesalfieri.com. My, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. I'm sick of family. Enough of this. I had my fill of them. This Christmas, I'm glad it's over and I'm finally home. Please, God, let my folks move to Rome. 
sick of hearing about my pops bypass surgery. Sick of hearing about my mom's fake screwed up trick knee. My sister Doris weighs 300 pounds. Whatever she sits on in water, it drowns. Then there's my cousin Ernie from L.A. What a shocker, he's gay. It's okay, we know. You're a mo. Sick of my family. I'm glad that I'm home. Did you say mo? Please, God, let my folks move the road. It's uh, 10 o'clock right on the nose. The big hand is on your little hand. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Don't forget, Joe Rose for the Mad Dog at 1. Hank at the Crystal Palace in the Bahamas, another tough assignment for the Humper, uh, between 3 and 7 this afternoon. Hurricane Hotline at 7, followed by Josh Friedman, 9 to 10. One hour's plenty for him. And then Eddie K at 10 from GA and Joe and Mark overnight. Here is, this fax is so idiotic that I'm almost, uh, Neil, I'm a little shocked you haven't spoken more about the tragedy that continues to unravel with the Buffalo Sabres. This ain't a hockey show, okay, Joe? I'm talking about being at a hockey game and about the behavior of the people, not about hockey. Because there's nobody down here who gives a crap. In addition to which, he's a little bit shocked. What does that have to do with us? Aren't you concerned about the tragedy of the Buffalo Sabres? What? Who? Aren't you concerned about Stu Barnes and Miro Chatan and Marty Biron? And I'll tell you the one I feel sorry for is Rick Jenneret, one of the great broadcasters of all time. At any rate, he says at the end of this idiotic about, I also probably should be a, because I'm from Rochester, I shall also be a Buffalo Bills fan. Here's a guy that's telling me what I should think, what teams I should root for, and also at the end, P.S. George is really bad on the air by himself. See, there you go, George. Somebody that don't like you. Jay, blow it out your ass, sweetheart. Get a life. Take that kielbasa out of your... Rectum. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the... Video is family shrieks, police kill dog. Now, Carlos has actually seen the video. I haven't seen it. Did you see it? No. I haven't seen it. Oh, I'm sure we will. Cooksville, Tennessee. Police video released yesterday showed a North Carolina family kneeling and handcuffed who shrieked as officers killed their dog, which appeared to be playfully wagging its tail with a shotgun during a traffic stop. I think we'd like to get this cop and that blonde from the hockey game last night and uh, just tie them together. And the FBI agent. And the FBI agent, and put him on a railroad trestle. Huh? Don't that sound good? What's a trestle? Call up Maureen Dowd. She'll tell you. The Smoke family was pulled over in the evening of January 1th on Interstate 40 in eastern Tennessee by officers who mistakenly suspected them of carjacking. An investigation showed James Smoke had simply left his wallet on the roof of his car at a gas station, and motorists who saw his money flaw off the car as he drove away called police. A bunch of yentas. How do, you, how do you like that? They called police. The family was driving through eastern Tennessee on their way home from a New Year's trip to Nashville. They told CNN they're in the process of getting an attorney and considering legal action against the Cookville, Tennessee, Police Department and the Tennessee Highway Patrol for what happened to them and their dog. In the video, released by the THP, officers are heard ordering the family one by one to get out of their car with their hands up. James Smoke and his wife Pamela and 17-year-old son Brandon ordered to get out of their knees and handcuffed. What did I do, James Smoke asked the officers. Sir, inside information is that you was involved. Listen to that. Inside information is that you was involved in some type of robbery in Davidson County, the unidentified officer says. You was involved. He was involved. Smoke and his wife protest incredulously, telling the officers that they're from South Carolina. Oh, and that their mother and father-in-law are traveling another car alongside them. 
The Smokes told CNN that as they knelt handcuffed, they pleaded with officers to close the doors of their car so their two dogs wouldn't escape, but the officers wouldn't listen. Pamela Smoke is seen on the tape looking up at the officer, telling him slowly, that dog is not mean, he won't hurt you. Her husband says, I got a dog in the car, I don't want him to jump out. The tape then shows the Smoke's medium-sized brown dog romping on the shoulder of the interstate, its tail wagging. As the family yells, the dog named Patton first heads away from the road, then quickly circles back toward the family. An officer in a blue uniform aims his shotgun at the dog and fires at its head, killing it immediately. They showed this? Huh? He hasn't seen it. I thought you said you did see it. No, he was asking us if we saw it. Because it's out there. The video's out there. For several moments, all that is audible are shrieks as the family reacts to the shooting. James Smoke even stands up, but officers pull him back down. Y'all shot my dog. Y'all shot my dog, James Smoke cries. Oh, my God, God Almighty. Oh, God. Jesus, tell me why'd y'all shoot my dog, James Smoke says. The officers bring him to the patrol car. The family calms down, but they still ask the officers for an explanation. One of them says Patton was going after the officer. No, he wasn't, man, James Smoke said. You didn't have to kill the dog like that. Y'all didn't have to do it. Brandon told CNN Patton was playful and gentle like Scooby-Doo and may have simply gone after the beam of the flashlight, as he often did at home when Brandon and the dog would play. The Tennessee Department of Safety, which oversees the highway patrol, said an investigation is underway. Cooksville Police Chief Robert Terry released a statement on the department's website last night describing the department's regret over the incident. I know the officer wishes circumstances could have been different, so he could have prevented shooting the dog, Terry wrote. It is never gratifying to have put to put it have to put an animal down, especially a family pet, and the officer assures me he never displayed any satisfaction in doing so. He wasn't high fiving. Terry said he and the vice mayor of Cooksville met with the family before they left to convey our deepest sympathies for the loss of their dog. Uh, this this is just, the smokes buried their pet at home. A white cross marks the grave. So grotesque, so freaking American, man. Let's shoot anything that moves, like the bitch with the blonde hair. See, the dog is dead. She's still alive. That's what pisses me off. I, I'm serious. If I would have had some kind of a club, some kind of a weapon, because I, I finally, I just couldn't take it anymore. She was ignoring these poor people behind her. It's now the third period. It's a 1-1 game. It's an exciting game. It's really getting intense. And she's standing up. And they're screaming at her, sit down, please. We want to see the game. Sit down. And she's just standing up. I think she was also from South Carolina. Oh, she was a southern bitch, a real, a real trailer trash type. Oh, I got lots of clients all over the place here. Uh, seriously, if it's the last thing I do, I'm going to find out who that bitch was, and who she works for. Here's Miami Lakes. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. That cop's a real asshole, huh? Yep. Okay, listen. Um, I'm a young American, tax-paying, law-abiding. Watched a story on 60 Minutes Two last night about a food line somewhere in Ohio people that have been out of work or lost their jobs that are really struggling to make it with what they make uh, welfare-wise or food stamp-wise. Um, I'm wondering if the government ever sees these things and uh, uh, could do something about it uh, instead, of <laughs> donating, instead of donating so much money, I mean, to other countries and to things like Anyone. that. I, mean, yeah. I, under, I understand that we have to help out other countries to make us look good, but we still we got to work, work on the people here in our country to begin with. Okay, inhale now. I'll tell you when to exhale. I'll tell you when to let it out. <gasps> okay. We'll press the buzzer when it's time. Yeah, they're doing something about it, all right. Making yeah. it worse. 
Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. By the way, if you want to read the truth about Bush's tax cut proposal called "Fool's Gold" in the Village Voice, it's on our website now, on NeilRogers.com, along with lots of other fantastic stuff. Springs cancel city election calls Miriam Elephant inept. Jewel Lieberman to run for president. Oi! Oh, I like this strap-on aircraft thing, but don't let me forget to talk about that. I can just can't you envision that people flying into each other instead of especially here in South Florida. If they can't drive a car like a couple of blocks without killing somebody or coming damn close, you can just imagine them with their little flying machines flitting around up in the air. I'm buying a hard hat. Of course, flitting around up in the air. Some of us don't need a flying machine. Here's Pompano. Hello. Hey. Yes, sir. Uncle Neil. Happy New Year. Same to you. Listen, I know you're a big game show fan. i got three quick things to talk about. Right now, if you guys have the game show network, there's some show on with Bill Cullen. I know you always... Commented about him. Yeah. So he's on right now. So well, I mean, I'm doing a radio show now. I don't have time I, to watch old. No, I know you like Bill Cullen. Well, I, I just thought I, I love Bill Cullen. I just thought I pointed out it's called Blockbuster. It's on Game Show. Yeah, right I, I know now. that show. Okay. Second thing, real brief, is this, and I'm going to talk to you about ushers because I work uh, as an usher at a couple of different places. Um, the guy who was the king of spring break, Crazy Greg Newell, is about to pass away. Right. I'm aware of that. Cancer. Right. right. Yeah. I, um, just thought I'd fill you in on that. He loves you. And um, he just loves your attitude and the whole thing, so I just thought I'd point it out. Well, now, well, wait a minute, but what does that have to do with ushers? No, I'm going to tell you that right now about oh. ushers. I'm going to tell you. I'm sorry, I said three quick things. Well, we don't sorry. want to hear depressing news about right. Greg is just on the verge of power. I, I talked about that uh, back in November already. I, I know, I know. Okay, I'm sorry. Is, is right. he going to leave us his beanie at least? Uh, no, but he's going to have a hell of a party at his wake and at his funeral. I'm sure he will. Oh, he's paying for it. He's See, the there's another back. great example. There's the guy who invented spring break. And once they, once they uh, destroyed spring break here, that was like the message. Anybody under the age of 100, we're making it official today. We don't want you here. There's right. no place for you here. That's it. Now, regarding ushers, I work um, at a couple of places around the area. I can't really say where. I'll probably wind up losing my job. When people, I'm not taking this woman's side, uh, the woman that was standing up in front of you. Believe it or not, if somebody buys a seat to an event, whether it's a hockey game, a concert, anything, they want to stand up in front of their seat, there's nothing legally that you or the ushers can do no, about it. No, I it's swear, not, sir, I no, swear to you. No. I, I've, had, I've had people say that to me. I, I've had the, poli uh, the police and other security people say that to me. You cannot force somebody to sit down if they're standing up in front of their seat. It, I can't believe let, it let me, let me say I this to you, sir. I can't believe it either. But, sir, yeah, let me I'm say this now. to you with all due respect. Go right ahead. If someone has tickets, whether they bought them, whether they stole them, or whatever else, right. and somebody else is inhibiting their ability to enjoy the event by standing up, by acting rowdy, whatever, whatever, however you describe it, True. there is no way to just, they should be removed immediately. I've had people. Period. There, there's, there's no debate. They should be removed immediately, and I don't give a crap. And as a matter of fact, uh, I don't want to talk to you. He's trying to justify it. He says, first of all, you don't want to justify it, and then while well, there's no legal, that's not the point. The point is that the people, like the Panther organization in this case, or the promoters of a concert or whatever else, if they want expect people to come back and subsidize uh, their crap, it cannot be permitted. It's not allowed. It would be the same if, if she took her uh, pants down and took a dump right there in the seat. It's just not acceptable. The idea that somehow because she paid for the seat, therefore she's entitled to whatever the hell she wants. Sorry. Now, if she would have, like, died in the seat, then we would have had a party. We'd still be there. I'd have had to call George to do the show today. We'd have had a party. I would have danced on her grave. I I'm serious. You have never, ever encountered a person like this, like this bitch. Can you even envision it? People are screaming at her now. Sit down. I screamed at the top of my lungs. Sit the hell down already, goddammit. And she's still standing there. 
And the usher's back up there when I can't. When I went flying up there, and he's like, maybe he knows this last guy that just called me here, who's trying to rationalize it away. Oh, she's got a right to do it. Oh, she bought the ticket. Bull crap. Bull crap. You don't have a right to interfere with other people's view of the game, the event, whatever the hell it is. So don't give me a song and dance like she's got a right to do whatever. You could apply that to anything. What if somebody was standing online at the checkout counter, not moving, just standing there? Yeah, that's right. Well, they're entitled. It's their constitutional right to stand there and block everybody else off. Or how about if somebody just gets out there and uh, creates a hazard on the interstate, just going about 10 miles an hour? We have a minimum speed limit for that reason. You just can't do whatever the hell you want, sir. Bitch. Disgusting, obnoxious, blonde-headed bitch. And, and I'm, I'm not sure who's worse, her or the usher, or the little kid that was kicking me. See, it's, I don't blame the little kid. It was his father. I mean, there was just a combination of all of these, and I'm sure it just isn't me. It isn't only me. No. Nope. Because these other people in my section were just apoplectic, including the ones who left. They left. And they're real fans. They're there all the time. They pay for their seats. So you people in the organization, man, you're sure as hell not doing it. You can cry and weep and man, this and that. But the fan, and, and yeah, it is a horseball town, and it's not a hockey town. I understand that. But when you understand all of those things, that means you have to try harder. You have to go the extra 5,000 yards to make it an enjoyable experience for the public, especially at those inflated prices. God damn it. And this, and this, so I get a call from a guy justifying it. That, that's typical. Twelve minutes after ten at 560 WQM. Hey, let me tell you about a great place where they will treat you right, where they're polite, where they love your business, and that's Brandy's in Pompano Beach, where you'll find the biggest selection of men's and women's shoes all the time, the best service, and most important to most people, the best prices in town, period. And we're not talking about off-name brands that nobody ever heard of anymore that your feet would like sneeze at. We're talking about the top quality names in the shoe business. Names like Rockports, Floorsheim, SAS, Sperry, Timberland Naturalizer, and lots more. And with a big selection they got at Brandy's, you can just about be damn sure they got your uh, size and style in stock right now to stick on your feet. Brandy's is open every day from 9 to 9, Sundays 10 to 5, and you'll find them in the same great location. They've been doing people's feet right for about 5,000 years. 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. It's always worth the trip no matter where you are. And all this week at Brandy's, it's a great time to buy New Balance shoes. All men's and women's New Balance styles are 20% off this week at Brandy's in prestigious Pompano Beach. Live and local. This is 560. QAM. Have a penis. I've never had one, I swear. Never made it as a wise man. Got thrown in prison for petty stealing. Made friends with the inmates. Though they can get touchy feely, I don't allow them behind me. I won't allow them behind me sneaking up to my can. I won't allow them behind me sneaking up to my can. In the shower, the story. I drop the soap and you'll be sorry. Hey man, they're not faking. They're after you for a little love making. It's so wrong, you bend down to grab the soap then they pinch your bottom. They like me when I'm wet. Prison life, it ain't been fun yet. Yet, yet, yet. Ain't been fun yet. Yet, yet, yet. Ain't been fun yet. Rectum. 1017 at 560 WQM. Happy Thursday to you, baby. This is the place, man. This is uh, where it's at. South Florida. 
It's a paradise. Make no mistake about that. 34 votes. Over the years, has been the worst chronic on Neil's show. 34 votes for the Maricon guy. Reverend Jones, 29. Dennis, the professional Catholic. And Ojean Provocateur, 28. Gilbert, 27. <laughs> Eddie, 17. Everybody else single digits, including Woody, who's only got eight. I think he ranks higher than that, don't you? In fact, Absolutely. I, voted, I voted for Woody. If you add up all the years and numbers of calls... Andy from Hollywood, 8. Mitch from the Video Store, 7. Greg from Port St. Lucie, etc., 7. Who hasn't faxed me today, and I feel really pissed off. Gil Siegel, KAT3. Oh, hi there, Neil Rogers. This is Gil Siegel. I'm talking about the brothers of the Shepherd at Camilla's house. I mean, I'd be having a guest on the air. We'd be talking about maybe something even worthwhile, you know, which didn't happen very often, and not that it happens anymore, but... And right in the middle of the conversation about whatever the topic was. Oh, hi there, Neil Rogers. It's Gil Siegel. Blind Mike, too, and the guy with the eyes got a vote. I bet you he voted for himself, just so he's not left out. Went to the library. Got he he ought to used to being lonely, wouldn't you think? <laughs> not since his man, mom passed, though. Why, now, why do you say something like that? Well, that's that? actually sad. We liked her. She was a pit. Yeah, but that was a long time ago. Right. Well, but why but do you say something like then. that? That's just so She's the tacky. only one that would talk to Just him. so tacky. It's just grotesque. George said it, by the way. I didn't say it. What the hell's his name? Ken. Ken. I think, I think it's Ken. Ken. Now, you're right. We could have put Ken, Ken Block on there, especially after he faxed us that good information the other day. But uh, nobody knows who that is. Ah, la da 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 <laughs> oh. This is South Florida for all you visitors out there where our middle name is... Is that. Here's Boca. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay. Did you say uh, Al Goldstein was moved up to first class? Yeah. That means he, his fat ass is sitting in a coach seat? How does that work? That, yeah, that's a good point. Never thought about that. These, I'll tell you one thing. They sure did uh, a couple of people a big favor. Doesn't he make enough money that he can afford, like, a first class seat? Not anymore. Not since all of his ex-wives have been suing him and he had to pay all these uh, settlements for all these other things that are going on. Well, he probably has to pay George every now and again, too, you know. George and him are in cahoots. There could be. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. One of your fans out there, George. Obviously. Five six seven. It was probably Jay that sent me that idiotic fact about how come I'm not talking about the fate of the Buffalo Saber? Because I'm not in Buffalo and it's not a sports show. You got the message, Jay? God. Here's one from a Tim Potts again. I'm not interested, Tim. You bug me, okay? Chronic faxer, Tim. Get a life, and your comedy bits suck. Was it his comedy or did he do songs? I forget what the hell his uh, thing was. I don't recall. And we don't want to recall. We want to forget. We're trying to forget you, Tim. We're trying to like do a self-lobotomy where you just like take your finger like Greg Reed always does. You stick it in that big hole in your head and you like find that one spot where you are etched in there and you like pick it out like a booger. Huh? Like, Pretty hypnosis. Like a booger from your brain. That's what you do. You pick it out and you toss it like that's it off against the wall. And then you say, I forgot, Tim Pot. Here's Pinecrest. Hello. Moran. Delray Beach. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Neil, I'm so excited to talk to you. I have so many things to say. I'll be as brief as I can. Well, thank No, don't be brief. Take all the time you want. <laughs> First of all, I was born and raised in South Florida. I have the uh, luxury to say I'm leaving this town. And I ain't telling you or your listeners where I'm going because I don't want any of these assholes to follow me. All right. I mean, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Um, real quick, Neil, you have brought such joy to me. And these people, the snowbirds, and whatnot, they have no idea what they got down here. Um, here's a whacked-out analogy. You know, 
have you ever seen the footprints in the sand? That that thing on the walls? It's a religious thing. And the guy dies and he dreams, uh, geez, Lord, how come every time the lowest part of my life there's only one set of footprints? That's you, Neil, to me. Meaning, every time my life sucks, every time I'm broke, every, you know, I, I, I turn you on and you make me laugh so damn hard, it's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. So, I, I wanted to thank you, and I'm being serious. Now, enough of that sucked up. I right. have two, two, <laughs> two burning questions as I leave this town that's yes, bothering me. Who is the sound that goes, oh, and the other one is... That goes what? No. Mo? Every time you... Oh, no. No. Oh, no. No. Yes. Larry King. One is, no. one is Larry King. No. And the other one is like... No. No. The other one is... What? That was the one. No. No. That one? Yes, that was, that I don't think you want an answer to, my, to your question. You just keep going, okay? You're on a roll. Just keep going. I was going to tell you, but you obviously don't care. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And the other one is the old man, which is the opposite. Yes. Who in the hell is that? And that's Buffalo Bill. Silence of the Lambs. Oh, my goodness. Well, buddy, I mean it. I'm leaving town. And, uh, and good luck to you, sir. Have a great life. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. See, it's just me. I'm a grumpy old grouch. It's just me, belly aching about stuff. That the rest of those people there, they're in la la land. They all had a great time, and they're sure not going to call me even if they didn't accept that one first guy. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey Neil, how you doing, man? Okay. I just got to break it down like this, man. It's, it's funny all the things that you come up and you say, but you know a lot of them are really true, man. The arrogance and everything that's out there, it's sad, man. But uh, I was at the Panther game last night. I'm glad I wasn't sitting with you because I would have probably thrown some ice at her also. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that would have probably been good for the blonde bitch. But uh, go Raiders. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Another, we got one call on the board. I, I'm just at a loss, okay? I mean, I, I, I had a feeling that, Something was going to happen here today, and it is. Same thing that happened yesterday and the day before this. I, I think, maybe I'm wrong, but I think I'm going to be going back to uh, periodicals on audio. Because I will not do this all year. There isn't a chance in hell I'm going to sit here for four more years begging for people to say something every day. It's just, it's not, it's not a talk show. And every time I take one of those pulls, which I probably shouldn't do, because I enjoy doing it. It's a lot of work, but it doesn't bother me. Contrary to that bitch that called you a couple of weeks ago. Oh, is it a cop-out? Is it too much work? No, it's not too much work. I just got the feeling that this audience didn't want that. They don't want to hear somebody reading on the air for four hours every day. They want to hear a telephone talk show with a bunch of goofballs calling. We can't even get that. We can't even get that out of you people. Because this town gives, they yield nothing. They will give you nothing except a migraine. <coughs> and big hemorrhoids. How's the hemorrhoids, Ma? Here's Miami Lakes. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Okay. Hey, you've left uh, one uh, your lips there. Off the pole. Yeah. The Chris Bush guy. The what? The Chris Yeah, okay. Him. Not interested, Spick. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil, how are you? Okay. I wanted to comment about the, uh, the woman who was standing in front of you at the stadium. Mm -hmm. Let you know the last phone call was talking about the legalities of whether or not they could do something. You're absolutely right, Neil. Something should be done and could be done because 
you'll see on the back of any ticket you buy at an arena, it says you are a guest of the arena, or you are a guest of the promoter. Right. And they have a right to take that back at any period of time for any reason. So of just course. Just because you buy that ticket, that doesn't mean you can take a dump in the seat if you want to. That means if you're giving them a hard time, they have a right to remove you for any reason they want to. You're their guest. If, if, their you're, if you're creating a disturbance of any kind, they should remove you immediately. That's right, and they have a right to, just so you know that. They absolutely do. Maybe now we know why that guy isn't an usher anymore. <laughs> have a great day, pal. Take care, Neil. Thanks for your oral support. Over the years, who's been the worst chronic on Neil's show? The Maricon guy, 39. Dennis, the professional Catholic, 33. Gilbert, 31. <laughs> Reverend Jones, 30. Anybody don't know Reverend Jones, who's got 85 different voices now? You're gay. Yeah, that's him. Eddie, 20. And everybody else, single digits. Everybody else is sucking hind wind. End. You know, I, see, I, I don't want to be so bitchy, but I'm sure it's from being here, you know? You're right. I'm in a much better mood when I'm in Toronto. Because, for example, this log, whoever this MB, is that an MP, and whatever, what is her name? Michelle. Michelle. Now, is she a nice, nice person? person? Sweetheart. Incompetent. Incompetent. Where's the water now? Is she on vacation or something? No, she's here. Well, if she's here, then how come the log is said? How come MP keeps making these additions? Why don't the water Nazis straighten her out? This woman couldn't do a log if you stuck an Uzi up her ass. She keeps putting that. Why didn't she just put the same spots all back to back? And, and the sad part of it is nobody in this place cares. Nobody cares here. See, when I'm in Toronto, I, I just I'm, I'm removed from this. See, so I don't have to be surrounded by this by the feeling like of I don't know, like of just having rolled around in a big cow pile. You know, that's how that's the feeling you get. You want to go and run and take a shower real quick. It's like encountering the the, the crow in a hallway. Well, I mean that stench, that cashmere bouquet or whatever whatever it is. Let's find out what brand of talcum powder he bathes in every morning. At least he takes a bath. That's a good start. You know, another good year has gone by, or another bad year, whatever it was for you, and it may not be all that great if you're still underpaid and stuck in a really crappy dead end job. If your New Year's resolution is to get you a high-paying career and get out of that horrible dead end, call Fast Train right now. They'll help you do it. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. If you enroll now, you can be certified on the way to a new high-paying career by April. What was that thing about April Levine and that website and about uh, people getting uh, viruses in their computers? You see that? Oh. No. Why do you keep saying April? For April Levine? Yes. Because that's what that stands for. That's what I that see. means. Avril is April. I see. Spick. Yes, if you can commit three nights a week, Fast Train can have you certified as a computer professional by April. April. So call Fast Train tool-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Fast Train offers job placement, easy financing, day, night, and weekend classes. Fast Train's got four convenient locations. And by the way, she's not Jewish. Four convenient locations in Miami, Kendall, Fort Lauderdale, and Pembroke Pines. It's with a G. Levine with a G. It's one simple call to be on your way to a new exciting career. Say goodbye to your dead-end boss and your dead-end crappy paycheck and get you a real career in the computer industry where a lot of guys are making the big bucks. Call Fast Train right now at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN, 1-866-FAST-TRAIN, or check them out on that wicked web I was just speaking about only moments ago. Maybe April Levine will be on there, too. Is she 18 yet? Fast? She's not. Are you telling me she's hot? Yeah, she's April cute. Levine? She's, she's like one step away from Christina. I like her music. She's like Christina Aguilera, she's who a, ate one or two more slices cutie. of cheese. Oh. <laughs> or check them out on the web at FastTrain.com. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. That rich reminds me of my mother. Hey, 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 hey,
Gilbert, 1032 at 560 WQAM. So here's a fax, and I hate to do this because Eric's going to get really all bent out of shape again, which would be very unusual, but it says, how can you possibly omit? Oh, this is Rich Pactor. Oh, no wonder. No wonder he remembered. You know, Fat Rich reminds me of my mother. That voice, Paul Harvey Jr. Paul Harvey Jr.'s got to be on there. Sorry about that, Eric, but you got to add him on. I bet you he'll move up the left. I know Rich Pactor will vote for him. He'll find somebody else's computer. Here's a fact that says, did you happen to hear the caller on Mo's show? They talked about you. No, because I don't listen to Mo's show. Don't you understand? I have my CDs. I listen to my music. The caller stated you talk about Mo during most of your show. Then Mo said he knows that. If you were to take out all of the bits on Mo, you'd have about five minutes of airtime left, he said. Mo even mentioned Boca Brian. I have one thing to say about all this. Jealousy's a bitch. They all suck, and Mo wishes he dreams about having the ratings you have. This is one female Cuban spick who loves you to death. Keep up the good work. In conclusion, drop the callers. They all blow, she says. Well, I wouldn't say they all blow, but an awful lot. Pretty weak today. Pretty weak this week. Going through another one of these cycles, man, just like dog food this time. We go through these cycles over and over and over again. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. Here's our first lady of the day in West Palm Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. Hi. I was at the game last night. I was in 402, and I found that the people who sit upstairs are actually a little bit more into hockey yeah. than, than you have to deal with downstairs. You know, don't you think? I don't know. I've never sat upstairs. Yeah. I have no idea. Okay. I, don't, I don't know why that should make a difference. But we had a great Although time. Although I will, I will say this, that the people who sit upstairs, most of them buy their own tickets. The people downstairs, right. most of those are corporate tickets, and a lot of these jackasses that show up and get those tickets didn't pay for them, really don't care yep. what's going on, and have no consideration for anybody who does. And what gets me is every overtime game we go to, after regulation, hundreds of people pour out of the lower level. It's yeah. unbelievable. And, and, how, and what an unbelievable overtime. Uh, Fedorov gets a breakaway, uh, Kozlov gets a breakaway, hits the post, and then yep. finally Detroit wins, which you knew was going to happen. Which but, was a perfect. Jason Woolley. Yeah, I know. Don't don't rub it in. Yep. Love you, Neil. Thanks. What's with the phone today? The, the, the sound, huh? That was her phone. No, no. I've noticed that on several calls. Don't start getting argumentative, Mister. I'm not. Damn it. No, seriously. The quality of the calls today. I'm talking about technical. The rest of it goes with the territory. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Forty three votes for Maricon. That guy. So far. 
Dennis, the professional Catholic, 37. Reverend Jones slipping a little bit after a strong start. He's tied with Gilbert <laughs> with 33. Eddie, 22. And Woody, 12. Everybody else includes. Although Greg from Port St. Lucie is moving up the ladder a little bit slowly. He's gotten yine. No facts from him today, though. Greg, Greg, you just, I, I can't believe that. Didn't I extend the hand of friendship yesterday? I think I really did. In spite of his uh, pestering and just bugging and nattering, whatever that means. Maybe this fax is from Greg. What do you think? Uh, it is. Can you now? Do you, there's my psychic powers again. As as I was saying that, the fax was coming over the machine. As I was saying that, is that spectacular or what? Am I an old fart or what? Look at this. I think there's two pages. Oh, two pages! No wonder it took him so long. That's why it took him so long. Dear Neil, I am offended to be part of today's poll. When I think of the meaning of the worst chronic, I would tend to think that was someone who has way too much free time on their hands. Well, obviously he doesn't to write a two-page fax like this in the middle of a workday, which I already admitted to have been six to eight years ago. These people call you up with nothing of substance. They want to hear themselves on the radio. They want to irritate for no other reason except to validate their existence. Years ago, when I lived in the toilet Broward County, I wasn't very happy with my life. I hated my job back then. It was a form of escape to be on your show. You know what, though? I was smart enough to get out of that little Schmidt hole of a town. Or he says, shot hole. About seven years ago, a town where the population is so out of control, a town where you have road rage every time you're in your car. The traffic is so awful, I wanted to put a gun to my head, and the people driving down there made it that much worse. Just try driving on University Drive now compared to 10 or 15 years ago. You have 80-year-old people driving in a coma, sitting on three phone books to see over the steering wheel, who, by the way, get their licenses renewed by mail without a driving test for six years, by the way, Greg. That's a topic for future facts. Anyway, it may... <laughs> You know something? See, we sold we sold him short. You know, I gotta hand it to Greg. Terror. He's one of those people, not good on the air, but great on the fax machine. It says anyway, it may not be paradise, but up here in Port St. Lucie, the people are friendlier and most know how to speak English. I'm very happy, married to a beautiful woman in Vegas, by the way, and own my own business. Oh, in other words, I got married in Vegas, like George and Joe Costello. I don't need your show to be an escape. I'm out there, out of there for good. As far as the meaning of worst chronic, clearly that wouldn't be someone who has an opinion. A person who doesn't just call up to either kiss your ass or just attempt to get you riled up. I call it like I see it. Good or bad, you can take it, and I've always appreciated that. But I don't appreciate being in a poll for worst chronic. How about best chronic? <laughs> oh, that, that's like that's like saying, what was the best bout of diarrhea you ever had in your life? You know, right? As opposed to saying the worst diarrhea, what was the best diarrhea you ever had? My favorite head injury was that time what, that my what wife... Was the, what was the sweetest smelling fart that anybody ever blew in the elevator when you were in there? Huh? And I mean, it says, um, how about the best chronic? That in my mind would definitely be fine with me. How can I be in a group with a bunch of freaks? Well, it seems to me I could be wrong, but some of these freaks he was consorting with, like Andy from Hollywood and Gilbert and the guy with the eyes, huh? Greg? Most of them wait on hold to yell three or five stupid words and then hang up. I can't be compared to that. I have tapes buried away of my calls and faxes from seven or eight years ago that are far more interesting than anything I'm hearing at the present time. People need to quit being afraid to talk to you. You mean like Greg Reed? Like Greg Reed who comes in here and browbeats George all the time? Make sure that I make sure that my car's not down there, that the coast is clear. You know what I think I'm going to start doing? I'm going to go down here. I'm going to take my car and park over like uh, by the BP gas station, and I'm going to walk back and sneak back in. And I'm going to sit in the corner over there where I can't be seen through the glass window. And when Greg comes in here to start browbeating you, I'll open up that door, and I guarantee you he'll have a fart attack right there in the room. 
Let me know when you're going to do that so I can bring my camcorder. He will pass out right on the floor because that man don't have the balls to speak to me. All the time after I'm gone, it comes in here browbeating George about stuff that has nothing to do with George, that George has no control over, that George didn't do. But it's easy to pick on George because he's a, a living, you know. Quizzling. Exactly. Very well said. A little quizzling. A little dwarf. Greg goes on to conclude here, thank God. Just because a person doesn't agree with you, you'll still usually let them speak without hanging up. So grow some balls and open up your mind. It's just a voice on the other end of the phone. I can't hurt you. It can't hurt you. What? Oh, he's talking to the people out there, the pussies. P.S. Please remove me from the poll. Well, no. no. But excellent uh, facts today, Greg. Outstanding. Not as good as yesterday is where he made the very good point. What was the good point he made yesterday? About uh, what was it about? It was a, it was an excellent point. I mean, it couldn't have been that good that I forgot already, but it was it was fair. Five, six, seven. <laughs> and you got ten votes now, Greg. Oh. You're moving up. Don't kid us. Every one of those votes gives you like stimulation. Make no mistake about it. Twenty till eleven at five sixty WQM. Joe Rose, the little dog for the Mad Dog today at one o'clock, and then Hank from the Crystal Palace in the Bahamas this afternoon between three and seven. How does he get all those tough assignments, huh? And by the way, did I mention yet today that Hank hates Mo like poison? Hey, listen, for the new year, do it yourself and your back a big favor because one of the things about the way you feel is that sleeping every night has a tremendous amount with the way you feel all day the following day. And if you want to get yourself a great night's sleep tonight and for months and years to come, the way to do that is get a great mattress. How do you do that? You make one simple, easy call. Even a simpleton can do it. Just call, even a trained monkey can do it. Just call 1-800-MATTRESS, M-A-T-T-R-E-S. They'll have you sleeping like a baby all year long. Donna Mattress carries Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil in every size and style. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll be speaking with an expert bedding consultant who can recommend the perfect bed for you and your back. They have what you want, exactly the mattress you're looking for, in stock. No phony sales, no bait and swish like those department and bedding stores. And then when you order that new bed from Donald Mattress, I guarantee you, they'll have it there on time the very same day that you call if you like. And you get to choose the date and time when it's convenient for you instead of sitting on your ass all day long praying that somebody might show up. They pride themselves on their 99% on-time record, which is just one reason why they're ranked first for overall customer satisfaction. So do what the smart people here at QAM, which is Miguel, George, and I have done. Sleep on a mattress from dial a mattress and kick in the new year with a gift for your back. Call them right now, toll-free, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Be sure and tell them that crusty old Neil told you to call 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S for dial mattress, the perfect way to start off the new year. Live and local, this is Sports Radio 560, QAM. Tool, God. Everybody is a good hygiene. I know a way to keep your hands clean. In public toilets when you're all through. Pick up your leg and flush with your shoe. When we put flushes. When we put flushes. When we put flushes. When we put flushes. candles that fester disease. They ain't something that you want to squeeze. If you don't want to catch the crabs or eggs, just use your foot and you'll be playing it safe by foot flushing. Foot flushing. Foot flushing. Foot flushing. Flush with your shoes, now. Drop that seat. 
John and Lake Worth, we spoke about Levon. Thank you anyway, but we spoke about it. Didn't we speak about it? Yeah. Thanks anyway, John and Lake Worth. You're okay in our book, but we spoke about it. See, the show starts at 9, and I realize, especially a loyal listener like John and Lake Worth, he should be listening at 9, right up till 1 every day, shouldn't he? What do you think? Mandatory. As a matter of fact, there were many people talking and told me last night that the most exciting few minutes in radio are the crossover between like 8.59 and like uh, 9.02 or 3. Between Mo and yours truly. Because you never know. They tune in to hear what I'm going to say. See, before, I guess they were tuning in to hear whether it was going to be Ginger Rogers, which I guess he's dropped that now that he's being very civil and trying to suck around a little bit. In addition to which, that business of talking about me every day now, which is fine with me, I don't care. But it's just because the football season's over, they got no material anymore. See what I'm saying? What are you saying? Football season's over. We lost. What are we going to do, Jimbo? What are we going to do? Are we cursed down here? Oh, by the way, the answer to that question is yes. Yes, we are. So Greg follows up with another fax. And so, well, no, he's responding to my question, to my Alzheimer's. How can you forget yesterday's point, the current state of your station compared to the incredible flow from the 12 hours of Rick and Suds, Neil, and Phil from years ago that we'll never see again? Very, very good, Greg. Thanks for the reminder. How could you forget that? The flow. We used to have the flow, now we got the old <laughs> blow. Mo. And Mo. <laughs> we got Mo Blow and less flow. Very sad. Kind of like the Supremes. 56705. Oh, Why do you play that bit all the time? I hate that bit. I heard you playing that again whenever I turned it on for like two minutes. It's uh, long. The Supreme. Oh, that's a good point. Kill some great time. Here's Coral Springs. Hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, How are sir. Buenos dias to you. I'd like to thank you and, and uh, all of the chronics for giving me all the laughs over the years, ten years of listening to you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. The I, price was right, too. Oh, it sure was. Uh, I, I work out here in Coral Springs in a FedEx vehicle. I've been uh, with the company 17 years. Yes. And for ten years of listening to you, you make my day because the day goes much smoother. But I'd like to... Uh, Did you say day go? No, the day. Watch it. <laughs> okay, I will. Watch it. But I, I'd like to share something from this morning, though. I'm on my way to work this morning, and I agree with you. It's not the place. Here is the people. It's a beautiful day out. It's blue skies, lovely weather, but mm-hmm. it's the people that sometimes make you shake your head. Right. I'm on my way to work this morning. I'm on the turnpike coming south, and this lady next to me flies by me, in this white car on her cell phone. So obviously she's not really paying attention right. and she's danger to everybody else. So I slow down and let her go and I go about my business. But as I come up to the toll plaza, there's a car and it ends up that it's actually her. She passed where she had to grab the ticket to pay her toll. <laughs> so she, she had to get out of the vehicle, uh-huh. walk back to the toll plaza, uh-huh. grab the ticket, uh-huh. and then we wanted to proceed. But right behind her... That must, bitch. <laughs> right behind her was a man in the car. He must have been about 90 years old. And he had 
he had pulled over too far to the right of the toll plaza and couldn't reach the ticket oh, to pull it out of the machine mm, to proceed. Mm, mm, mm. They made such a traffic jam that everybody started honking the horns and going crazy. And I just, like I do every day, I just shut my head and said, this is South Florida. Yeah, Have a just good shut time. your head. Take care, Nua. Okay. Have a nice day. Good luck, Pally. Bye. How do you like that? He got a twofer. He got two incompetent old farts for the price of one. Oh, yesterday, or Tuesday, I think I mentioned this as I was driving to Mommy's house. I think I mentioned it. The 500-year-old guy that was driving, coming the other way on Sterling Road on the cell phone. This guy, under the under ideal circumstances on an empty road, with him being the only vehicle on the road for a 600-mile stretch, still shouldn't be on the road. Couldn't drive his finger up his ass. And he's on the cell phone. Hi, how you doing? Hi, me. What's going on? What are the odds on the game that I... You know, that kind of stuff. Maybe he's talking, calling Eddie K. I don't know. But good God, what is going on here? And then, of course, you can't say anything because then you're picking on old people, you know, like Joe Costello always chastises me for. In fact, he said that at the game last night. He said, are you still picking on those old farts? No, he didn't say that. He was telling me about Vegas and about this and about that. and bada bada bada. He just, you know, you're right about him. He's uh, a little on the stubborn side. <laughs> well, that's great. It's, uh, part Which of is really charge. good because he married a young lady who's also as stubborn as a uh, brick wall. So between the two of them, wouldn't you like to be a fly on a wall in the uh, kitchen and hear some of those discussions? Uh, they're a walking floor show. It's great. Here's Margate. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. You forgot one of the worst chronics of all time. Okay. Mr. G. Oh, yes. Oh, very, very good, sir. Outstanding. And what reminded me of him was... Put it on there immediately, Eric, please. Mr. G. Thank you. Yes. What reminded me of him recently was that Greg followed you over to Pompano Park. Uh-huh. Didn't Mr. G pull that back in the day, too? Oh, sure. Boy, nothing worse than I, the I, game. I, I did an appearance at uh, some one of those condo complexes where I was selling new condos or something. And he showed up there, and he takes his shirt off, which is an ugly sight, by the way. I didn't want to see. And he started running around and putting on a floor show, and everybody's looking at him like, get the butterfly net, you know? And he had a drink in his hand. Yeah. And a cigarette. Uh-huh. That's him. Thanks. Um, so listen, you're going to be doing play-by-play, -play and Crow's going to be doing color? No, Crow, Crow's going to be the color man. B-Y-E. See ya. Ugh. Oh, here we go. Here, now, today today he's Jim, the little scratchy writing, you know, Jerry, Jim. Uh, I don't read your faxes, Jerry, or whatever your name is. Also, Tracy Foster, a.k.a. Joey, don't waste our fax paper either because you're an idiot. See, he's sending me stuff sucking up to me. Where I, eh, What's the point? What is the point? You're just a misfit, Joey, Tracy Foster, whatever your name is, a little right-wing misfit. Maybe you can elope with Miss Drudge. That would be a good match. She's got a nice outfit, Miss Drudge. She cleaned, she sent that blue dress to the cleaners I heard. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. That's what Lynn told me. She said you ought to see her outfit. Here's Davey. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How's it going? Excellent. Listen. On this side. Uh, I don't think I know the calls have been kind of weak, um, this whole week. You know, I, I sort of noticed it too. It's yeah. Kind of lame. P pretty weak. Yeah, I just lame. Yeah, I think maybe it has something to do with, uh, since the majority of your calls come from big hurricane fans. And, uh, maybe that, you know. The majority the of calls come from big hurricane fans? Yeah, you know, you know, most of the cracks. We don't know? have, we don't have five hurricane fans in this audience. I, I don't I'm, I'm a hurricane like fan. Like I said, I there's one. There's one. I, I love you, Neil. And, and my friend Rolla, he's another hurricane fan. He calls, he calls about Chris Bush. And then... 
5670560, pound five. He had a sock over the phone, obviously, one of your little spick friends. The crew is out. See, I told you they'd be upset that we left them off the pool. Very, very upset. Too bad you guys lose. You're a bunch of Schmidt heads, okay? They're the only guys in town, the only Hispanics in the phone book whose name is Schmidt. 263 votes on the poll so far. The worst chronic of all time, the Maricon guy, 48. Dennis, the professional Catholic and rabble rouser and troublemaker and Ojan provocateur. Dennis O'Donovan, or whatever his name is, 42. Reverend Jones, 41. Gilbert, 36. Eddie, 28. Greg from Port St. Lucie. Good news for you, Greg. You're all the way up to 16. Woody, 13. And then it's single digits. Mr. G just went on there. Don't have any votes yet, but I'm sure he will. I'm like positive. As soon as I get home, he will. <laughs> oh. Here's Coral Springs. Hello. Hi. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, changing the topic a little bit. I need your help. After four years having a dish, my condo commando decided it's illegal now. Is anything we can do? He, about he said, it? "What is illegal? It's illegal to have a dish in the condominium." Of course. A dish. Oh, a dish. A dish. Yeah. A satellite dish. But he's full of crap. What can I do about it? I would say call a lawyer would be good. Call one of those uh, the, the Jew lawyers with the same two names. Yeah, I bet you those Coffin satellite companies Coffin, Coffin, know Coffin. about that. What? I bet you the satellite companies themselves know about that and have some information that they can yeah. help you out But with. he's still going to need a lawyer. Sure. Because the uh, having some information is going to just do it by itself. Yeah, Congress passed the act that said uh, they can't do that. That was like two years ago, I think. I don't know what the number is, nor do I really care because I have 85 dishes. See, even a Goyam are learning that it's always good to have two separate dishes. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Let's see. Rarely do we like to issue statements. Blah blah blah. This is from the Cooksville Police Department about the dog. Uh, I know the uh, now this this was already in the story that I read. Thank you very much for this fact, but it was already in the story that I read. Thank you, and it says I love dogs, and so do I. Oh, but you're so anti-cop. Yeah, I'm anti-cop that blow away dogs or that just use their weapons uh, indiscriminately, blow away people like the what you were telling me that story the other day about the woman who called in. Uh, she was uh, being attacked in a home. I was telling you about that today. It happened yeah. just uh, last week. And she so she goes to the kitchen and gets a knife to try to protect herself from this lunatic, calls the cops. The cop shows up. She goes to the door, opens it up because she's got a, kni a knife in her hand. He blows her away, shoots her. Don't ask questions. Just shoot first, ask questions later at the awake. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the eighteen. Now I want to say this: I don't want to like uh, you know play butch boss with this audience today, but the performance of the audience today and tomorrow will determine what happens on Monday. Whether we go back to periodicals on audio and just uh, you know cut off the phone again. Worked uh, for me for seven or eight months. I loved it. Yeah, just, I mean, even though you don't believe that I. No, I, I was. It was fine. That. It was like I, I felt like I was doing something positive. I mean, obviously it was a waste of time, but at least it was a waste of time that I enjoyed doing, and I felt like I was being productive and passing along some good information, as opposed to sitting here and begging and pleading something. You know, there's something wrong with you people, man. You're just a bunch of takers. It's like those people at the hockey games. I'm, I'm not impressed with that. All these people come up to me. Oh, we love your show, and for 20 years, great. Well, give me a call when uh, we're, we're desperate here, okay? Talk about what happened there last night. Have something to say about something. Can't do it, can you? No. Didn't think so. Man, this place. Woo! You think I'm going to be here for two months? You really believe that? No, not really. I, I now, now, don't you think I had the best of intentions about that? Sure, I do. But that was my absolute positive intention to be here for two months, for January and February. I wouldn't mind be, uh, wading through six feet of snow, to be honest with you. 
as opposed to, to, I mean, the weather here right now is paradise. It's great. Love it. Got that cool breeze in the air. Nice and crisp. It almost makes you feel alive until you look around and see where you are. But but other than that, man, the people, we, if, uh, we need a people transplant. We're putting out a call right now for a people transplant for South Florida. Please, we're begging you. We want to replace about 50 or 60 percent of this town with some new blood. Most of the people we need to bring in under the age of 100. There's a good start. Oh, and even a few who speak English, which we don't want to get too carried away. Have you ever been presented with an opportunity when you should have, could have, would have, or done something but didn't do it? Well, here's a deal for you you should take advantage of right now. There is an incredible Fannie Mae mortgage rate out there at 3.45%. This rate's available by calling Financial Group tool-free, 1-800-940-5363. If you were to compare a 7% rate with 3.45%, you'd save $3,500 in the first year alone for each 100000 you owe. 100000 bucks is only 447 bucks a month. This is an opportunity that won't last long. It's a 40-year low, so if you're thinking about refinancing or buying a home, do it. Call Financial Group at 1-800-940-5363. The process is simple, and the call is free. 1-800-940-LEND. Financial Group has been an equal housing lender to thousands of borrowers of the Fannie Mae program. Credit restrictions do apply, and rates are subject to change if you delay. 5.34 APR. Call Financial Group right now while you're thinking about it, and when in doubt, check it out. 1-800-940-LEND. Live and local, we are Sports Radio 560 QA, QAM. David's a bitch. Coming up tonight on Inside the Behind the True Hollywood Celebrity Music Biography Profile Story, we take a good, hard, stiff look into stardom. They came from Jacksonville, determined to change the way people felt about Southern Rock. Since nobody gave a crap about Southern Rock in the first place, they easily accomplished their goal. They... We're 38 special. Sure, we was riding high back in 81, and it was sweet. 38 special lead singer, Donny Van Zandt. And even without the success, we're still out there playing for the fans. That's why we do it. If I could meet some of them fans now, I'd like to tell them that they're the only thing that's keeping us from packing it in. You're in luck, Donny. We've got some of your fans right here. Oh, man, I'm doing fine. We know all the words to all your songs. <laughs> well, now I'm touched. Hold on, loose Don't let go. You rock, man. Yeah. And you're out there, man, doing what you're doing for people like us. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> that is so Amazing, man! Whoa, man! Uh-oh, what? What? Oh, God! Oh, it's over, man. I'm sorry, everybody. I mean, it's just over. Well, our work here is done. It's a big, juicy, sopping wet look at show business tonight on Inside the Behind. Yep, my work is done. Remember that guy? 1102 at 560 WQAM, 5670560. We got about 40, 50 open lines. Pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. Here's a call from Miami Beach. Hello. Miami Beach. Must be gone. Here's now, they were actually there. They were just too late. Plus a bad hum job on that line. Here's another one we got to put on there, Eric. Sorry once again. Why do we keep apologizing? You know, I mean, that's part of his thing. Shoe Steve on the All Chronics list. Shoe Steve. 
Haven't heard from him in a long time. Thank the Lord. Thank you. Good. Goodness. Shoe Steve. Here's a uh, fact that says being obese at age 20 can cut up to 20 years off a person's life with the biggest impact on black men, according to yet another study that underscores the long-term dangers of being <laughs> overweight, fat. The research appears in yesterday's Journal of the American Medical Association was released today after another study that said being fat at 40 shortens a person's life by at least three years. But at 20, up to 20 years it can shorten it and your life too. Well, that's bad, man. Bad news, that fat. <laughs> George is making some soup I'm not eating today. No lunch. I may be over at the pizza loft a little bit later on with Rimmer for a free meal. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and if arrives in line. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi there. Um, I'm trying to make a parody uh, with the uh, uh, Don uh, Mickey Mouse uh, and the Michael Eisner phone call using Mo Howard. Could you give me a suggestion? Should I make uh, Geldy uh, be in the... Uh, Here's a call from Tampa. Hello. Tampa. Not there. Miami, hello. Hey, Neil. How are you? Okay. Listen, I have a question. I need your expertise. Um, I'm in a band, and the drummer in our band, he's a swinger. And it sounds like it might be a question for George, but wait, your expertise will be required here. Just bear with me for a second. They're heavily into the lifestyle, and that's fine. And I'm a very liberal guy, you know. And Anyways, uh, they're always picking up couples and, you know, doing their thing. And he comes out and tells us a little while back that um, he's performed oral sex on men several times, and he enjoys it. Yeah. And he goes on to say that he doesn't think he's gay. Yeah. And he says that, like, and he lays out this case, like, you know, I don't like men, I don't want them to touch me, blah, blah, blah. He goes, I just have a fascination with a penis. Yeah. And, um... So how, so how was it? What's that? I said, how was it? 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. We've got many open lines. And like I said before, today and tomorrow, I don't, I don't think we're going to be having any calls on Monday. I don't think we're going to be taking any calls starting Monday. Looks like they want that. that. Obviously, their lack of response here indicates to me that they want to go back to the good old days of periodicals on audio. Neil reads for four hours because the phone is so distressing and so pathetic and so weak. And, and again, I come on here, I do a heartfelt tirade for God knows how long this morning, and, and the first guy responded, and that was basically it. And then we had the other asshole who tells me he used to be a security guard and uh, or an usher or whatever, and they, people can do whatever they want. And that's it. They just don't give a flying puck in this town. They don't care. Tampa again. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, how you doing? Okay. Uh, happy New Year to you, sir. Same to you, sir. Long time. Uh, listen, um, I just called to tell you not to worry anymore because all your problems are solved. I'm over here in I-4 in Tampa driving. I saw a new sign, which I haven't seen signs in a long time. And this one says, if you have a problem, I'll solve it. Sign God. Uh -huh. So we're all safe now, so let you know there's no more problem. Oh, God. Okay, thanks for the good news, pal. Don't call us again. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. Thank God for Greg's faxes, I'll tell you that. Certainly we're one of the highlights of the show today and probably... Oh, here's the Oriole Spring Training uh, uh, schedule. Anybody want to hear it? No. I might read it a little bit later on if things get slow. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Uncle Dick Ruff. What is it? Didn't hear it, so uh, who the hell knows what he said. Here's Hollywood Beach. Hello. 
Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Glad to see the wheels of justice turning uh, south floor on that uh, Farrell case. For yeah, the, uh, 90 days, and nobody cares about that either. But he's probably going to get out, they said, possibly a day, because they're appealing the 90 days. Right, that's so. right. I mean, they got some nerves sticking it. And like Michael Mayo says, whoever heard of a DUI guy uh, being uh, put in jail? Of course, he forgets, I guess, about the fact that he was on the wrong side of the road and killed the two people, but nevertheless. Yeah, and his buddies covered it up for him. Right, his buddies at the FHP, you know. right. There's only a couple of lives destroyed in the process. Mm -hmm. so. Hey, Neil, I'm leaving for L.A. today from South Florida, and I uh, want to see if I ever quest Eisner. I need to hear Eisner one last time. Okay, you got it, man. Okay, Thunderclap Newman rules. Good luck to you. Let's see. Here's a fax. Oh, look at look at this uh, design on this fax. Pretty fancy schmancy. I've never seen this before. It says Neil's. Uh, I mean, dear Neil, Moe's problem: jealousy. One jealous resentment against a rival, a person enjoying success or a rival. I thought we were supposed to be on the same station, uh, and, and we're even partners in the in the time slot. Six to ten. Anyway, jealous resentment against a rival, a person enjoying success or advantage, etc., or another success or advantage itself. Two, mental uneasiness from suspicion or fear of rivalry, unfaithfulness, etc., are as in love or aims. Random House Dictionary. Describing jealousy. Song comes to mind. Jealousy, night and day you torture me. Jealousy. I think that was Frankie Lane, wasn't it? Who's that in the doorway? Oh, it's, it's uh, old Leatherlungs. Get out of here. We got a show going. I don't don't bother him during the show. I'll be very very upset. I'm not in the mood today to see sales holes. Okay. What did he want? New copy. New copy for what? We whatever it is, we won't do it. Now it goes on to say Mo has now decided he's going to be funny like Neil. Only funnier. He bombs every time. He has no idea that your mind runs at 110 miles an hour and his barely breaks a 30 mile an hour speed limit. He's pathetic, it says. He can't afford to make himself look ridiculous. Have a great day, signed uh, BUA. A man in his position can't afford to make himself look ridiculous. So we ought to remove that hairpiece immediately. And the bag. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line. The Maticone guy's pulling away, 53. Professional Catholic. Dennis, 47, Reverend Jones, 43, Gilbert, 39, and Eddie, 31. Greg, you'll be pleased to know you're all the way up to 18, sweetheart. Here's Davey. Hello. Hey, Neil, I'm at uh, David, whatever his name is. Uh, what about the conspiracy of FHP? The way they spotched it up, it's almost like LAPD out there. Yeah, that's what we just got through saying. And what about the... Uh... The restaurant that promotes $5 beers, drink all you want. I mean, you know, is anybody going after them? No. I mean, it's ridiculous. No. Just like nobody's going after the cigarette manufacturers that are killing everybody with their cigarettes and just uh, raising the prices so we can get more tax money. Well, if somebody wants to smoke in their own house, they're not going to drive into your car, you know, kill somebody. But these bars that promote, you know, it all depends on what they're It all depends on what they're smoking, sir. Oh, that's true, too. Yeah. Anyway, I think old Howie's pissed because, you know, he used to be the jet broadcaster. He's got a team that sucks. And there's a real team going to the playoffs. You don't think that's just an accident, do you? I think that's the greatest thing since the... Uh, well, but break. you don't think it's just an accident. That was uh, That's exactly what happened. That's what I mean. That's why once he got out of New York, all of a sudden the Jets made this tremendous recovery, and uh, they found Chad Pennington, and now they're on their way to the Super Bowl, and he's down here with a choking, gagging team. They said, get that ball to and, and, and picks And picks them to lose to the Patriots, which they did. And I still say he put the hex on them. Mo, kiss of death. If you don't believe me, look at the last couple of books. Five, six, seven. Don't forget, a week from tomorrow, the book comes out, George. Ready? Why is that door keep like, uh, what, what's, is somebody on the other side of it? Maybe it's just a breeze. I don't know. Yeah, maybe somebody's got a finesse new breeze out there. Maybe Fat Boy walked by in the hall. Kind of like opening a little bit, a little, huh? Was there somebody out there? Maybe it was Phyllis out there. That's right, she's on vacation. I told you the water Nazi was on vacation. 
because uh, Michelle, who may be a very nice person, hasn't got a clue. She couldn't make a Lincoln log. She couldn't make a log in the ladies' room. 11 past 11 at 560 WQM. What's the new copy for? Is it one of these spots I got on today that I'm going to do right now? Or like, uh, what is it? It's for Flores. Oh, well, we haven't got to them yet. Well, it's a new year, and everybody out there who pigged out during the uh, holidays, desperate to lose that weight, here's a place you love shopping because it's for all of you folks who believe in low-carb diets, the Atkins diet, all the other low-carb, no-sugar diets, and those pounds can be gone in a heartbeat before you can say, Delights of West Boca. Delights is your mega store for the Atkins diet or any low-carb, sugar-free diet. It's the place to shop. Good reason to join the thousands of others who travel to Delights because they've got tons and tons of goodies. Their entire store is dedicated to you with over 600 delicious low-carb food products like their new control-carb chocolate brownies in four scrumptious flavors with only one-and-a-half carbs. So whether it's carbolite ice cream, breads, chips, muffins, cheesecakes, pasta, sauces, Delights of West Boca is the place, and you can sample before you buy it. You can try it before you buy it, and you'll uh, discover what you like. They have a knowledgeable staff open seven days a week from 10 to 10, and they carry the most complete line of Atkins brand products in the world. They're always 25% off all day, every day. And I'm sure you're hearing about them. A lot of talk again about the Atkins diet because they discovered, guess what? It really works. So head for the number one low-carb sugar-free store in the world, the Lights of West Boca. On the northeast corner of Glades and 441 is where you'll find them, right next to Boston Market. Or call toll-free 1-877-LOW-CARB or check them out on the web at lowcarb.com. And local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Bredham and say cheese. Ever smell an American bomb? 1115 at 560 WQAM. 54 votes for the Maricon guy. Dennis, the professional Catholic, is right on his ass with 52. I bet your father O'Toole is going to be nervous about that, hearing that Dennis is right on the Maricon guy's ass. Reverend Jones, 45, speaking of that. Gilbert, 39. Eddie, 33. And Greg is almost in the, the 20s, 19. Mark Vandermeer, the former voice of the uh, Hurricanes, was just in. He's on vacation here, like visiting his dad, who's 70th birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday. How's the belief? We're doing real good with the Houston Texans. Glad to see him. He's a real good Dutch boy. Good man. A lot of fun working with him here. And then, of course, you see what we got now. Well, here's a fact from Jane, who says, The story of the cop shooting the dog is absolutely revolting. Humans have some nerve calling animals animals. Right. Good point, Jane. Forgot to wish you and George and the folks who help you out there. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, George, and all the folks who help us out. Carlos, I guess that's it. 
though it's ready to off to, really off to a pretty crappy start, it says. And I forgot to mention that George didn't do so bad while you were gone. While he got, um, when he got all pissed off and fired up about his wife's doctor, he started to get interesting. And it was great to hear Suds sure miss the days back at WIOD. Miss Mike Ranieri, also remember QM played the blah 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 blah. blah. Uh, P.S. Concerning the FBI guy, you can't, can't convict a cop in this country of anything. How about the cops in New York City who shot the guy about 45 times? None of them were convicted at all. Good point, Jane. Amadou Diallo. Don't start. Don't stop with your anti-cop tirades. George is going to be driving his SUV on the way home. I'll give you the license plate number so all you porkers out there can be on the lookout. Give him a whole bunch of tickets. Here's a fact that says you had a caller yesterday who was 23 asked how much uh, your lung, how much younger your listeners could get. I'm 19, and I've faxed and called you a number of times in my even younger years and have met you and Rimmer on several occasions. I'm going to school in Orlando and listen to you religiously on the Internet at work daily. I'll get right to the point, it says. You, along with my own intelligence, has turned me away from organized religion and my Roman Catholic upbringing. All right. Excellent. Good news. Oh, Dennis is upset. It amazes me at my young age that so much of this country and the world, for that matter, is walking so blindly through life, living to fulfill ridiculous rules in the hopes of eternal life. Last semester, I composed my English term paper on the subject of the Roman Catholic Church and the priest molestations. It's five pages. It would be a great honor to, for uh, you to read it on the air. But if you don't want to, I understand. Just let me know, and I'll fax it right over. Well, you can fax it, and I'll peruse it, and maybe I'll read it on the air one day. See what I'm saying? I probably don't have time to, like, peruse right now. Also, you just read the article about being obese at age 20 can cut 20 years off your life, especially black men. When I arrived at school this past year, I found that my roommate, who I was to share a bathroom with, is a 400-pound black guy age 20. This was especially disturbing to me, being a skinny, white, clean freak. You can imagine the sights I see and the horror it gives me when I have to go to the bowl. Shameless request, foul-mouth dolphins. Uh, no can do, Kenny, but thanks for the nice fact. Can't play that no more. We don't think we can play it no more. We're not really sure, but... I mentioned that to Muff this morning, that they won't tell us. See, it's it's kind of like Russian roulette. It's like when you send a comedy bit. We, well, we tried that at IOD. We sent a couple of things into the FCC. Oh, no, we can't rule on that now. That would be prior restraint. So we can't tell you whether it fits the guidelines or not. Just go ahead and play it, and then we'll decide. Then we'll fine you five grand or something. And like I said at the time, and I'll say it again, it's like putting up a new superhighway without putting signs of the speed limit on there. And you, and you get on there and you think, oh, well, about 65 would be good on here. And then they pull you over and say, oh, no, that's only 50 on this road. We just decided. Why? Because you're going 65. Same thing. Here's Miami. Hello. Nelson. How you doing, buddy? Name is Neil on the air, sir. I'm sorry. Only relatives call me by that name. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, just real quickly. Don't be sorry. I... Just don't do it again. Not impressed. Okay, sorry. The, uh, the He's still sorry. This morning, I read in... The article this morning I read about uh, um, Al Goldstein. Yeah. At the at the, uh, at the airport, yes. Right now, I'm not an Al Goldstein fan. I'm indifferent. I'm not 100%, either. But I will say this, um, and you talked about it. The thing, the, the the fact that this lady is a screener, a security screener, and yeah. that she was brought to tears based on a few things that she said. I feel, you know, she needs to be fired today because if she's supposed to be screening for a terrorist and people that can hurt us, mm -hmm. and a simple comment of, hey, if I paid you, you should wear a uniform. Yeah, that, that's a good point. We don't need any simpering wimps there who are like, if somebody looks at them cross-eyed, start breaking down in tears, because the tears get in their eyes, and then about three or four bags slip through, and maybe one of them's got the big bomba in it. That's a good point. Exactly. And, and so, so that one, and then the thing... Although Al is still disgusting. And the, uh, the thing in... Uh, Quit nodding your head in there, George. you got your Boy, head so far up Al Goldstein's ass. What are you ass. talking about? You lie so much. I do not. 
Haven't seen him in like a year. Well, and that's a half, that's only because years. I banned him from this uh, joint here. Plus, he ain't buying any more free meals. If he invited you and Crystal up for a free meal this no. weekend, you'd be there in a heartbeat. No. Yes, you would. In no. fact, Richard, be right there with you. No, freeloaders. Go ahead, sir. I'm sorry. The, I'm sorry. The Talking to a freeloader the, in there. The cop yeah. that killed well, the dog. Well, you're making. The cop that killed the dog. Yeah. Um, I seriously can't wait to see the lawsuit. I only wish I could be on the jury. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, as a dog owner myself, I can't believe that. I could only just imagine the insanity that that guy must have been in, in, in addition to which, stop and think about it. These people weren't guilty of anything. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing. Listen, when I was a kid, I, I was arrested by a dirty cop that was trying to put a charge on me that had nothing to do with anything, you know? Yeah. And and I've been in those shoes where all of a sudden you're pulled over like, well, what do you mean, stolen car? What are you talking about? You know? And, and um, it's insane. And, and the same guys that did it with the FBI guy, they watch out for their own. You know, maybe there's 15% dirty cops and maybe there's 85% good or the other way around. But the fact that there's even one bad cop and, and how the system works, it really sucks for the people who never did a thing wrong and have to put up with that crap. So. 90 days, if he gets the 90 days, that is 90 days for killing two guys because he was drinking too much and on the wrong side of the road. And, and the benefit will, when he comes out of prison, he won't have that big fat ass and those bishops, you know? So he'll, he'll be even, you know, probably 20 pounds skinnier. So uh, Say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye. Closing. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Fifty four votes for the Matacon guy and Dennis the professional Catholic. Fifty three. They're side by each. If you ask me, I think there's a blessed union going to take place there. Here's Delray Beach. Hello, Delray. Going once. There were, how do you like that sound? Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. Hey, Neil, all this uh, cop talk, I figured I had to call you. I'm a first-time caller. Shop talk? Cop talk. Cop, oh, cop talk. talk. Cop talk. Cop, cop talk. Okay. Cop talk. So, yeah, I'm driving down 836 westbound, just about to hit the toll booth, and I see a Metro Dade cop uh, slam right into an ultracopter right there oh, on the highway. Lovely. <laughs> Pieces flying everywhere. So, uh, I'm out of material. just want to say you guys are great. I love you. Hey, George, you're awesome. You guys have a good uh, good day, all right? Okay, and happy circus to you. All right. See you. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. Here's a call from Melbourne. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing today? I'm doing okay. All right. Hey, how about the putting a chronic on the uh, board? Remember the old guy? Were you fudge packing? Is that you? That's me. Yeah, but you weren't chronic. You were just uh, funnin'. Yeah, I haven't called in a long time. Yeah. Well, I thought maybe you can put me up there. Maybe all my where you fudge packing buddies could uh, vote me up. No chance. All right. You've been through rehab. You're uh, you're clean now. Have a great time, yeah. pal. All right, you too. So, see, there are people who want to be on that thing desperately. That ain't that funny. I wouldn't mind putting him on. Do you ever do you ever meet him? No. I did. Three hundred and fifty votes on the poll. Lucky you. Yeah, I thought so. He's a pretty uh, interesting guy. Pretty interesting young man. Over the years, who's been the worst chronic on Neil's show? Dennis, 50. Oh, all right, let's hit. Oh, man. I feel validated now. How do you like them apples? I has moved into first place, passing the mighty cone guy. There's no fact in, in the church. Right. 56 for Dennis, the, or is that Denise? The mighty cone guy, 55. Reverend Jones, 49. Gilbert, 41. Greg from Port St. Lucie. <laughs> Greg's all the way up to 39. <laughs> Eddie, 
Eddie, 35, a.k.a. Steve, whatever the hell his name is. What's his name? Don't say it. Paul Harvey, Jr., 18. How do you like that? He's only been on there, what, about four seconds? And he's already got 18 votes. Woody, 13. Andy from Hollywood, a dozen. Mitch from the video store, 10. Oh, what a... It's only the passage of time that allows me not to puke when I see his name. You remember that? Remember those days? I remember. I remember when he brought in the Italian Iceman. Brought him into the studio. Oh! Your face. Oh. Anyway, Mitch from the uh, video store, 10. At least we gave away a bunch of uh, porno movies anyway. Uh, the guy with the eyes, 9. Gil Siegel. Hi, Daniel Rodgers. It's Gil Siegel from the Brothers of the Good Shepherd of Camilla's house. Gil Siegel, uh, 6. Blind Mike, 5. Mr. G, 3. And Shoe Steve just went on there. He don't have any votes yet. I think he's small potatoes. I don't think he can compete with us. You know, for, we forgot another one, but I'm not even going to say it on the air. Give me a clue. Of, in, for fear of kind of... Oh, no. no. No, I'm not going to say it. No. Here's Oakland Park. Hello. I would like to concede, and I want off the pole immediately. Reverend Jones. Oh, boy. Well, if you climb down, maybe somebody will help you out, okay? He wants to climb off the pole. Where is that thing? Here's Oakland Park. Hello. Yes, is this Mr. Rogers? Speaking. Mr. Rogers. Uh, Reverend Jones here. and uh, are you oh, another, a, another phony reverend? Yeah. You're having a, a controversial show today on a callers what? from the past. What is it? You're having a controversial uh, show on callers from the past. No, we're not talking about callers from the past. You're gay. Well, bits, bits that you're doing? Sir, what are you talking about? You're, you're playing old bits? No. No, I'm not. Well, I, we're, we we had a call a while back, and I guess you did a tape, and you made some type of a, a cart on it. I guess that's what they're telling me. And we discussed not playing it on the air. What are you What are you talking about? The the part the gay bits, or that was one of my. Yes, sir. Yeah. We'd appreciate to not play that. You're gay. I you're thought gay. you received the letter. Did you receive the letter, sir? You're gay. You're gay. Did you receive the letter, sir? You're gay. Sir, you're gay. Did you receive the letter, sir? You're gay. There'll be a lawsuit. You're gay. Sir. You're gay. No, you're gay, sir. You're gay. What was he trying to say? You're gay. Oh, 26 after 11 at 560. Reverend Jones is, uh, he's got 50. He's in a running. He's got a shot. Just like Jimmy said, we got a, we got a shot. He forgot to dot the I, though. And then along came Dave Wanstead, and he did dot the I. Hey, snow in Miami. Yes, Tom Lehman and Joe Prieto at the Hallett Pontiac GMC are buried. The factory sent Hallett so many cars, there's no place to park them. Even Tom Lehman had to park cars in his driveway, so they need to place one in yours. Hallett is blowing out all the new vehicles, regardless of profit, including the Pontiac Vibe, starting at only 13998 and up to five grand off every GMC Envoy in stock. Plus, get 0% financing or up to a $3,000 rebate right now at the illustrious Hallett Pontiac GMC. And, of course, Hallett's also got the usual dependable selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if credit is a problem for you, if every other car dealer falls down on the ground in laughter when they see you approaching their showroom, have no fear because Hallett will cut your deal. It's a winter blizzard emergency clearance sale going on right now at Hallett Pontiac GMC, and you'll find them in the same spectacular location that they've been doing folks right for a very long time, over 35 long years. That's 13401 South Dixie Highway, US 1, across from the falls, open seven days a week. And as always, be sure to mention you heard about them here on the Neil Rogers Show because it'll save you even more money. 
You can call the Neil Rogers uh, Neil Deal hotline toll free at one triple eight five three four forty two eleven. He's got the word Neil in here only seventy two times this spot. Nice going, Tom. One triple eight five three four forty two eleven for Hallett Pontiac GMC. And don't forget, we are professional grades. My and local. This is Sports Radio five sixty QAQAM. Oh God, Neil. Shut up, everybody! Angel Rogers takes a mouthful of the sausage and Jorge's pants. That pipe smoker and uncircumcised Q woman. Engage in a fakular dance. <laughs> I'm a cranky homophobe. Not that I mind it, but I'm way too old. I fantasize about being in bed. In a tryst with Fiedler, my man friend. I'll kiss and make up with Ginger someday. And then ask him to rape my bun. Over and over again. Whack them. Though I would not feel remorseful. No! And I would not be ashamed about a ginger and mogay union just boning and stroking away. Boy, baby, you're not my type. No! You sound like a nine-year-old kid. Only a macho manly guy. You don't notice me. That makes me flip my wig. If Ginger was a lover of mine, I'd bury my boldest veiny nose inside his pimply rear end. No, I would not be a sport home if I was not a closet fay. That's why a ginger and mogay union would make me feel giddy and gay. Everybody follow my thousand pulls. Yeah, a ginger and mogay union would make my sorrel bony ass feel safe. Gay. If we had a ginger and mogay union, then he wouldn't have to get me raped. It's 1131 at 560 WQM. Joe Rose, the little dog for the mad dog at one. Hank at three from the Bahamas, man. Oh, brother. Crystal Palace in the Bahamas. Want to go there? Yeah, man. Not this kid. No way, Jose. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. Here's a call from Jupiter. Hello. Jupiter is gone. Hello. They're fumbling with it. They're squeezing it. Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, for next year's TV. Are you are you in Jupiter? Yes, sir. Okay. For next year's TV celebrity boxing, I am requesting a match between Katherine Harris and Ike Turner. Here's Kendall. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Uh, yeah, I wanted to talk about that idiot cop that shot that man's dog. Yes. I mean, you give a punk a badge and a gun, and he thinks he has the uh, the right to make life and death decisions. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. And another thing, I mean, the people that hire these cops, don't they have some kind of competency prerequisite that they uh, put these morons through? No. Well, this was in Tennessee, you're forgetting. Oh, Hillbillyville. 
Exactly. If they can yodel and pick their nose at the same time, they're hired. Well, the scary thing is that there's enough morons in regular society running around. South Florida's evidence of that. And Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's the people that supposedly regulate and and, uh, protect those people, and they're the ones doing this stuff. I mean, it's ridiculous. Amen. God bless you, Neil. God bless America, sir. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Just stay out of Tennessee. That's my best advice to you. Stay in the hell out of there. Yeah. Not a place you want to be in Tennessee. Here's a call from the Keys. Hello. Let me try it again. Here's a call from the Keys. Hello. Here's Hollywood. Hello. I don't know how you do it, Neil. Neither do I. Every single day. You have to deal with people who have absolutely nothing to say. Yeah, and then, uh, like today, we got about 50 of them who aren't even there. I want to talk to you about Greg for a second, if I can. This is Greg. No, it's not. It's yeah, it Andy. I... Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. That should get him a couple of extra votes. We don't talk to you, Andy. You're uninvited on this show as of a long time ago. Isn't this the same Andy who said that he's real happy now, he's found other things to listen to, and his life is wonderful, and his uh, lovely Japanese wife, and yada, yada, yada. And this man is as chronic as it gets. As chronic as it gets. I th- I'll tell you, Monday, believe you me, this weekend I'm going to be storing up a whole lot of good material, starting a nice big stack of stuff. Can't wait. Bedtime stories. And you know what? So what if we get a two-share? At least I'll enjoy those shows because I feel like I'm doing something worthwhile. As opposed to sitting here and demeaning myself day after day after day. Is there anybody out there got anything to say? And I sure as hell, with all the stuff going on here that I've been talking about. And they still have nothing to say about it. And the excuse is, well, they're scared to talk to Neil or uh, Neil's a sour guy or whatever the hell it is. They have nothing to say. They have no opinion on anything. This is a vacuum. And the next time my friend Lynn Samuels faxes me or emails me some crap about how wonderful South Florida is, how much he likes it here, I'm going to, like, uh, fart right on a goddamn email and send it to her. Here's one for you, Lynn. There you go. No charge. Because it makes me want to puke. You can't complain about the response you get down here because there isn't any. There's none. And that guy that called who said he used to be an usher and people can do whatever the hell they want. This guy, he's, he epitomizes this town. That's the attitude, I guess. I'm out of step here. You're not supposed to be polite. You're supposed to be rude and indifferent to everybody else around you. Screw them. I'm sorry. I forgot where I was. Here's Miramar. Hello. Yeah, hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, good morning to you. Uh, this question's more uh, geared toward George. I have a question because I, I know he goes to those, you know, those clubs and all that. Yeah. I was w- wondering which one would he suggest out of all those. Ask him when he's on the air, okay, sir. Call George and talk about swing clubs. He's not on now. Good golly, Miss Molly. Five six seven oh five sixty, pound five sixty. We know where George hangs out. And That's a gay club, you moron. That's the club. Here's Palm Beach. Hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, just a question about this a-hole Farrell. Uh, what could they do to him in civil court? What you know? What's the worst that he can get in civil court? Well, I don't know, but they're going to sue his ass. I know that, and they're also going to sue the FHP. So they they. But they won't get any jail time or anything like that. No. No, all this is is monetary. This is just for money. Right. Well, why not? Well, I wouldn't, wouldn't oh, no, you? I'm not for that. No, yeah, no. If you I'm killed two members of your family, isn't that the least you'd like to get just like O.J.? Please, it's horrible. 
it's disgusting. I, I, I'm embarrassed. I can't and and nobody in this town cares. Nobody in this town cares except the black community who are up in arms. But then again, most of them are used to getting the short end of the stick anyway. It's horrible. It's, 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 it's such a black eye for Florida. It really is. But, you know, look, this is where we come from. This is what we get. Good luck to you, pal. Thank you, sir. I'll pray for you. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. This place is enough to make you cry. Now, what did that woman at the airport was crying when Al Goldstein talked about her teats or whatever the hell he said about her ass? He does that with everybody. It's always hit he does everybody. it because that's his whole thing is to be in public as loud and obnoxious and gross as he possibly can. Embarrassing. Every other word has got like uh, four letters in it, three letters, five letters. That's his life. And now all of a sudden it's starting to crumble and fall apart because people are tired of that stale, sorry act, just like they should be real uh, tired of Ron Jeremy, the walking furball. Man, oh, man. Every time I see him, one thing comes to mind. I want to yell out, like the day he was in here. Hey, Ron, go suck yourself. And, of course... Well, not anymore. No, not not at the, not at that weight, not at the uh, six hundred pound weight. Hello. Yes, sir. Miami Shores. Hey, how you doing? Nick? Okay. Hey, Neil, that bit that you just played, that uh, uh, Mo and Ginger reunion. Who does that? Is that Boca Brian? Boca Brian, a genius. Man, that guy's that guy's a genius. He is an absolute little genius. That's one of the funniest bits I ever heard. Good. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the ATT and Verizon Wireless line. Here's Boca. Hello. Hey, good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Oh, I'm trying to contribute a little bit, if I may. Go right um, ahead. Boston Public, I called you a few weeks back, and then I called George on his show, and you followed me. I don't know if you were listening, and I was saying how it's on the hour before Monday Night Football um, every Monday, and it had dealt with the priest, remember? I don't know if you got a chance to turn it on, but that is one heck of a show. It, it, it totally called him out and... and one of the teachers was molested as a kid, as one of his students were, and mm-hmm. it, it brought it to light. So uh, so well done, the way it was done. That show brings a lot of things out there, and I'm just trying to, once again, encourage you to maybe take a peek at it. It's the right before Monday Night Football, the hour before. Okay. All right. Thanks. All right, bye. Take a look at it. Nobody cares in America. We're concerned about the Raelians and that clone baby, the two of them, both How of them. How are they doing? Oh, they're great. In fact, one of them is already smoking that wicked weed down there in the red light district in Amsterdam. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Twenty till noon on a spectacular Thursday here at QAM. Live and local. This this is five sixty. The radio is all yours now. QAM. QAM. Go fuck yourself. Eisner. Mr. Mouse. What the hell are you doing to me? What do you mean, sir? Why am I reading in the paper you're going to put a Disney theme park in Brooklyn? Well, sir, we're just scouting locations. Jesus, I'm scouting CEOs. You are killing me. But, but, but sir, look what we've done with New York City, oh. Times Square, 42nd Street. Hang on. Remus! Remus! Turn off the vacuum cleaner, Remus! Get that bluebird out of here! Okay, boss. Eisner. But, sir, look what we've done with Midtown Manhattan. 42nd Street is incredible. Oh, you know what? Publicly, I supported that, but you took all the porn away. You're killing me. I'm going through Gaviscon like Pez. We're just scouting areas. Calm 
down. Listen to me, Buck Munch. Don't tell me to calm down. We got lucky with Lilo and Stitch, $128 million. Now you're trying to ruin the whole network. What kind of programming are you running? Hang on a minute. Remus, you've got bluebird crap all over your shoulder. <laughs> Clean yourself up, for heaven's sake. And turn off the vacuum cleaner. Good God. Sir, the network is fine. Why couldn't you come up with American Idol? Good God, you're still running James Bond movies. They're 60 years old. Why don't you just put Steamboat Willie on and be done with it? At least then I'd make a couple of damn dollars. Well, the, the movie division's fine. You mentioned Lilo and Stitch, and now we have the new M. Night Shyamalan movie coming out later oh, this summer. Oh, I know, signs. What the hell does that mean? Stop sign, yield sign. you got to start swinging some of these titles past me. Please. Remus. Remus. Can't hear you, Bob. I know you can't hear me, Remus. You're still running the vacuum cleaner. Yes, sir. I'd be very careful the next time I started my car if I were you. What, what do you mean, sir? I'm about done with you. What? About done. What, sir? I'll put Hannah Storm in your job. But, sir, I'm You're sorry. terrible. I'm sorry. Maybe I'll put Remus in there. How'd you like to be president of Disney, Remus? Uh, oh, my. What a wonderful day. <laughs> Get out of here, you nutbag. Amen. 1145 at 560 WQAM. My, oh, my, what a day. That's my take. Over the years, who's been the worst chronic on Neil's show? Greg from Port St. Lucie with a lot of phony votes now. 91. We'll take him. The Muddy Cone guy, 68. <laughs> Dennis, the professional Catholic, 62. Reverend Jones, 54. Gilbert, <laughs> 46. Eddie, 40. Paul Harvey Jr., 20. Zooming up that list after a very, very late edition. Andy from Hollywood, 14. Woody with 14. Mitch from uh, the video store, 10. God with the eyes, 9. Gil Siegel from KAT, 7. Blind Mike's got 5. Mr. G, 3. And Shoe Steve got a vote. Probably him out of 444. 5670560. Oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Here's Davey. Hello. Nobody there. Thank you so much for hanging on. That's it. That's the end of our calls today. Been nice talking to you. Here's another one in Davey. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, man? Thanks okay. for taking the call. Okay, thanks for making your call. Hey, um, you know, I just I have a question because I've been busy, so busy. I've been, like, working and no TVs and newspapers been on. Did a dog, a cop shot a dog for no reason? Is that what's happening Yeah, today? he pulled over this family on the road because he got a tip, which turned out to be phony, that they were, like, uh, a bunch of scumbags, and it turned out that they were at a gas station, and the guy put his wallet on top of the car, and a few bills flew away, and right away they call the cops and say, oh, these people are uh, scumbags and this and that. And so they pull the people over. They make them all get out of the car. They uh, make them get down on all fours. And the dog, they pleaded, don't uh, close the doors because we got a dog in here. The dog gets out on a highway and just waddles around a little bit, and the cop shoots him. Oh, okay, that's good. Well, you don't want to bother the dog catchers, you know. I mean, because, you know, oh, what, 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 uh, unbelievable. I, I don't believe it. Believe it. Zion America, baby. Aberrant, bizarre, grotesque, unacceptable. That's the American fucking way. You got it. And I'm beginning to think that this experience I had, this grotesque experience I had at the Macarena at the hockey game last night, maybe it's not just a South Florida thing. Maybe it's an American thing. 
being rude and obnoxious and grotesque and standing up in front of other people and getting uh, pla plastered out of your mind. It happens at football games, certainly all over the country. Let's go burn the town down. We just won a championship. Let's go burn the city up. Maybe, just maybe. That's the American fucking way. Well, it was there, you know. What was Tommy just uh, mumbling about? What was whoever was in there just talking about? Later. What? Something uh, important? Maybe. Well, give me a clue, okay? Oh, about Greg? Five, six, seven, oh. <laughs> no, no we're talking, Greg is leading in the poll. We're talking about Greg from Port St. Lucie. You just calm down. Five six seven oh five sixty. Greg hates you. Pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Him too. Here's Sunrise. Hello. Hey Neil, how you doing? Okay. Hey, listen, I understand this this guy Carell is a drunk and I'm on the wrong side of the road. Yeah. And I'm not making and I'm not making assumptions. Don't don't you know don't don't misquote me here. But the other party ran into his car. That's like that's like charging right there. That's like charging and basketball. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Here's Pompano. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I want to talk to you about Miriam Oliphant. Yes. How can they let this go on? This the government of Broward County. I mean, it's it's appalling. And uh, you see it in the newspapers. They say we're going to contact the governor. It's still nothing is done. She's asking the county to pay for their county. She needs to be fired right now, which would still be long overdue. Oh, she should have been fired after September. That is correct. But I'm sure there's a certain aspect of this community that will have that the other aspect That is absolutely of correct. If she was as white as I am, I guarantee you she'd have had her ass fired a long time ago. Oh, yeah, and then they're they're trying to pin all the blame on this deputy. She just fired the guy that they made her hire, you know, to run the place so it would be run efficiently. Yeah. You know, here in Broward County, we all sit down and take it, and it's... You know, sir, 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 you got to understand, this is the most passive place on the face of the earth. Nobody here gives a flying crap. They may, you know, they may voice a little bit of crap here and there, but they won't. They won't lift a finger to do anything here. These people are beaten down. They've given up, and they just don't care. Yeah, but I'm tired of it. I've, I've written O'Reilly. Well, well, my suggestion is move to a place where people do care, because it sure ain't here and ain't going to be here. He's tired of it. Broward County's election crisis has prompted Coral Springs to cancel the upcoming referendum and election experts to begin drawing up a doomsday plan for other cities to run their own votes without the aid of the scandal-plagued elections office. This from the Scum Sentinel. But even as city leaders scramble to deal with pending municipal elections, election supervisor Miriam Elephant stepped up her demands on the county. She told county officials they owe her nearly 886 grand for expenses from November's gubernatorial election beyond what she was budgeted. Elephant also suffered another major defection in her top staff yesterday, losing the office's third lawyer in her two years in office. Michael Robinson's resignation came three weeks after Elephant's highly respected deputy, Joe Cotter, quit after charging she had interfered with his work. Despite everything, Elephant remained upbeat. We're moving along in the right direction with the election. She said, I'm pleased with our progress, she told the Sun Sentinel in a voicemail message. The first round of the 2003 municipal elections is a month away, and Coral Springs' drastic decision is a sign of the city's concerns about Oliphant's ability to run a smooth vote. Coral Springs wanted to place eight charter amendments on the March ballot. Coral Springs officials cited a lack of confidence in Oliphant and her higher fees she's charging to handle elections as their reasons for nixing the referendum. Vice Mayor Alan Poland said he hoped the city's action would send a resounding alarm to the community. Are you alarmed? No. Is it resounding? No. No, nobody cares. I mean, you just have to reach the point where you say, hey, they don't care. Just stop, you know, just stop beating up on yourself. You can't make them care. You cannot force them to care. 
just like my story today at the beginning of the show, I'm going to tell you, I, I could get a better response telling that story to my little dog. He would have probably uh, leaned right over and dropped a little number on a carpet just uh, in response, just uh, in defiance to that grotesque behavior that I encountered. Nobody gives a crap. See, and, and you know something? Part of the problem with that is that, that if most of the people who were there really cared about seeing a game, for example, in that case, then they'd care. But since most of them are just there to schmooze and lose and cruise and abuse, they don't give a crap. The people next to me, the people down my row, a couple of seats, who did care, they got up and they went home so they could see it on TV, so they could see something, what they were paying for. The rest of the people, like that. And yes, I know number 20 on the Maple Leafs is Ed Belfour, okay, sir? The guy, uh, the Toronto guy that kept coming back up to me. You know, I mean, he's, you know, he's an okay guy, but you don't have to test my knowledge about the players on the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs or in the National Hockey League. God. What? What is it? What is this place? Please, answer that question right now. What is this place? The bilge of the nation. <laughs> oh. Where we had the press conference in Hollywood, Florida, from the Raelians to announce the cloning of the first human being in Hollywood, Florida. And when I heard about that, I thought, how appropriate that is. How perfect. Maybe they could clone my mother. Then everybody could have hemorrhoids. Infected. Or not. Here's Parkland. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi, Neil? Yes. Uh, well, they didn't even say it's Randy from Parkland. Because we don't do names on here, sir. Oh, we don't do names. What is it? Hey, hi hypothetical situation. Let's say the guy that was driving the wrong way yeah. was a black fella. Uh-huh. Let's say the other two guys were you and I. Yeah. What do you think would have happened? Fifty years. Minimum. What are you laughing agree. about? You don't think so? Well, I agree. You wouldn't have had a Chinaman's chance if you pardon that expression. Yeah, I do care down here. I'm from Ohio and I do care. Well, you're you're you got about three or four others, and that's it. Okay. Better get with it. Have a good one. You too. Get under the bed. Bury your head deep in that sand, baby. Stick, dig a hole, dig a hole deep in that sand. Put your head in there like an ostrich. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. Here's Sunrise. Hello. Hey, how can you uh, talk about that mindless hockey all the time? I mean, really, this town couldn't care less. Well, then why are you listening to the show? Because I'm listening. This is nothing. Why are you listening to, listen to the to show? No, 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 mindless hockey. Hockey's the greatest sport in the world. And just because you're one of these dumb pig, uh, pigskin squeezers, don't wait, uh, bust my balls about it, okay? Tune in to all the other shows on this station and hear them talking the same crap day after day after day, twenty hours a day. The same mindless crap. That's mindless crap. I hate to break the news to you, but for South Florida, football season is over, sweetheart. It's over. Five six seven oh five sixty. And it did, but he does have a good point, and that is because all you Panther people out there, you've given me no support over the years on this show at all. None. I would like to be able to talk about it a little bit more, and he's right. There, there's no interest here. You're, you're right about that. Even as much of a schmuck as you are, you're absolutely right about that. They don't care. How the, this town having a hockey team would be like uh, George wearing a yarmulke. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I've done that. Well, and even worse then, if that's possible. Five, six, seven. And by the way, Mo, listen. You know, if Hitler came back and tried to join B'nai B'rith, they'd say no thanks. And the same with your overtures, whatever they are. No thanks. Too late. 
Here's line four in somewhere. Hello. Oh, yeah. George is a big faggy. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. A chronic pull. Greg from Port St. Lucie is going to have to be disqualified. I'm afraid. Ninety two. Muddy guy seventy. Dennis the professional Catholic sixty five. Reverend Jones fifty seven. And Gilbert is hovering over all of them with forty nine. <laughs> He's lurking in the back, probably in the corner crying as usual. Remember those great days? Oh yeah. How could we forget? Miguel has no idea for all his bitches. No, no. Miguel, you just got like a little taste, so to speak. A sampling. If you want to really get the real flavor of Gilbert, sit down with us for like many, many hours, and we'll tell you stories that you absolutely will not believe. Will not believe. Hey, have you ever been presented with an opportunity when you should have, could have, or would have done something but did not do it? Well, there's an incredible Fannie Mae mortgage rate out there at 3.45%. The rate's available by calling Financial Group toll-free, 1-800-940-5363. If you were to compare a 7% rate with 3.45%, you'd save 3500 bucks in the first year loan for each 100000 you owe. $100,000 costs you only $447 a month at this rate. This is an opportunity that won't last forever. It's a 40-year low. So if you're thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, here's the deal for you. Call Financial Group toll-free, 1-800-940-5363. The process is simple and the call is free. 1-800-940-LEND. Financial Group has been an equal housing lender to thousands of borrowers through the Fannie Mae program. Credit restrictions do apply and rates are subject to change if you delay. 5.34 APR. Call Financial Group today. Get all the details. There is no obligation. Call toll-free, 1-800-940-LEND. Sports Radio 560 QAM. It beat at 12 to 1 hour on WQAM. What's the matter, pal? Prozac not working? Lithium just doesn't seem to do it for you anymore? Are you unable to cope? Then you need to talk to your doctor about new Fug It All. In-laws coming for the holidays? Fug It All. Boss riding you again? Fug It All. Wife being a pain in the ass, fuck it all. Fuck it all has been prescribed in Europe for years, and thanks to a loophole in FDA regulations, is now available in the good old U.S. of A. Patients using fuck it all should be aware of the following side effects. Oily discharge, spontaneous hair loss, genital shrinking, hysterical blindness, kidney stones, unsightly nail fungus, rectal bleeding, and worms. So, when the pressures of everyday life get you down... I need this on my desk by 7 o'clock! The test came back positive. I'm pregnant. Mommy! Just reach for that little blue bottle and say, fuck it all. I do. Have a nice lunch. 12 noon at 560 WQM, there's Muff. He's the only human in the building that we can count on. You know what? I don't want to say that like I'm sucking around because I would not do that. But uh, he's the only one. Seriously, that's right. Take that cross with you to lunch. You can't hurt. Rub the rosary beads a little bit. Say a few hail mirrors for us because we need them. So anyway, Mo has turned on Joe and Mark. Is that what you're telling me? That's the story. Oh, no, Mo. Now they're, now they're the scapegoat. See, one thing that's amazing to me is when people look for scapegoats for their failures. Well, like when people start blowing off producers, things like that. I don't want to mention no names. Howard! Or other people, very similar. I don't want to mention no names. <laughs> Always somebody else's fault if they can't get any numbers, if they can't, if they go over like a pregnant pole vaulter on a hot August day in the hell. So now the only people in the building who've even given him, since he's shown his true colors to all of us, who've even given him any slack, who've tried to, like, uh, be helpful and a little bit on the friendly side, Joe and Mark, two very likable guys, by the way. I mean, just, you know, just guys. Mention. Right. Munchen? No, thank you. 
And uh, he's turned on them this morning. Evidently had a spastic outburst just before the crossover there at 6 a.m. this morning. And the fact that he's sandwiched between two non-sports shows is the reason that bombastic Mo ain't doing all that great is what he's saying, for, according to the grapevine. Isn't that something? And they changed their schedule for him? Yeah, they changed their schedule, so instead of doing Friday nights overnight, the because night he's not on on Saturday them. morning like every other show does, they do Sunday nights, which nobody does, so they can be the lead-in for him. <laughs> and he still turns on them. See, a lot of you people out there don't want to believe me, which I don't really give a crap whether you believe me or not, because everybody in this building knows it's true. This is one dastardly situation we got here. Which is another good reason to be not here. See, because when I'm not here, it it's like just you know rolls off your back. That Friday night was the only night that any real people had a chance of listening to them. Right, because they don't have to go to bed early. They they right. stay up late. They're out partying. They're coming in like in the wee hours of the morning, and they'll hear those guys. That's a very good point. And you notice, and you notice, by the way. That in the first book, when they right. were on Friday night, they had a really big Nine number. Something. And since they uh, changed the hours to accommodate the hairless one, now all of a sudden their last book went in the trapper. Half okay. Oh, brother. Just to accommodate the grumpy, grouchy old man with the bad varicose veins. That's sad. Here's another fax from Greg. You, you see, I said one a day, okay, like a vitamin pill, make you feel good. Two a day, uh-uh, two and alls, and like three a day... The poll is, but we already said it's disqualified. We noticed it. Just calm down, see? P.S. Do not assume one of your callers is me. I promise I've not called never will. Good, good. But no more. He's filing an official protest. You know something? I just changed my mind. Based on the third facts, I think he deserves to be the winner, don't you? Sure. So like I said, Greg has got 94 votes. He's in the lead. He's just, just doing like a running commentary is what he's doing. Pretty soon he's going to want to sit in there and do your job. And I got news for you. Sitting here and looking at you ain't no picnic, but looking at him for four hours, that ain't going to happen, Greg. Maybe that... he could sit on your lap. Oh, ah! Let's see. And then, now Kenny is faxing again here. The episode of Boston. Hey, stop. Stop. Stop already. We're looking for phone calls, not chronic faxers. 5670560. No, seriously, the Panther thing is really just uh, an enigma. It's just, uh, well, maybe it's just typical of this town. Oh, we just love your show. Happy New Year, Neil. It's so good to see you here. And then all these people asking me, like, uh, how come I haven't been there? Because I haven't been in town. I haven't been here. And obviously, there are people either A, who don't listen to the show, or B, who haven't realized because it sounds so great when I'm in Toronto, like just like I'm here, who assumed I was here. Right? Right. Except you're not as pissy. No, except I'm not. I'm in a much better, and we'll live a lot longer, by the way. Oh, no question. We'll live many years longer without all the stress of being down here, surrounded by this unbelievable s swill. That just—it's like being—it's like being in Venice, Italy. You know, where all the water is, uh, the canals, and everything, and it's up to your hip boots. It's like being the swill is up to your goddamn armpits in this place. It's a swill place. It's paradise. But I'm not complaining, man, because you want to know what tomorrow is, don't you? Payday. Payday. They even named a can candy bar after it. It was so sweet. Here's Coral Springs. Hello. Coral, Hello? S Coral Springs. Yes, sir. Yeah, Neil. How's it going? All right. All right. I'm coming in. I came in from Chicago. I heard you last year, and I had to call you again just to say, move to Chicago. Forget all these Florida people that don't even believe in you. You're awesome, man. You rock. Okay. All right. I'll let you know this, too. I was at a Hawks game. I'm 10th row from center ice. Who's in front of me? Three freaking pansies dancing during the freaking game. It's going on, and they're sitting there dancing. Yeah. I'm like, sit down, you 
yeah, I don't want to say what I said, but anyways, they want to eject me saying, like, I'm the wrong one. I mean, everybody's ignorant. First of all, they shouldn't even have alcohol at sporting events. All it is is a bunch of people getting drunk. They're not even there for the game. They're there Sir, let drunk. me say this. If they didn't sell beer at sporting events, They'd you, you could have your own section. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pathetic. Because that's what it's all about. Okay, good luck to you, pal. Go back to Chicago. There's Woody Graber in there with his ponytail looking just as dapper and spiffy as ever. Woody's probably the guy that sent me the facts about how come I'm not talking about the Sabres. I've lost weight. Look at that. You've lost weight? Yeah. I, I can't see you're standing behind a computer. Okay. Stand behind George there. Uh, stand sideways. He has and lost now, weight. Now, wait a minute. You've lost weight, but now wait. Look, turn around. Look at him. Look at the way his... No, stand forward. Face me, oh, I, asshole. I know. Those are his... He's still wearing his fat pants. No, but he's wearing the fat stuff. pants, and he's got his belt like three inches below the top of the pants, which <laughs> he's got the pants up to his armpits. Go out and buy some new pants. I know times are tough. But go buy some new pants. Even Fat Rich did that. Jesus, God almighty, you're looking almost as fashionable as Greg Reed with that crappy haircut. So what are you in here for? What are you uh, snoring around? Scorpions and Dokken and Whitesnake. Okay, I'm going to give you the number for Air Canada. Here's Cooper City. Hello. Oh, Neil? Yes, sir. How you doing? Happy New Year. Then the same to you. All right. Listen, uh, I'll be, I'm going to be on a plane so fast you'll never know what hits you guys. I'll go on a plane. Give me a ticket. <laughs> I, um, I was... Just wanted to comment one thing. What you said before, you said football's dead in this town. Well, none of you are Jet fan. It ain't because it keeps going and going and going. Yeah. I uh -huh. uh, what I wanted to talk to you about was uh, I, know, I know every now and then you talk about banks, and I had an incident in the bank the other day in uh, in SunTrust, if I could say it. No. You know you have if you make a deposit and you want deposit slips with your name on it. Do you know you have to pay for deposit slips? Really? Did you have anything crazier? I mean. I told him behind the counter, I said, you mean to tell me i got to put money into your bank and I have to pay for my deposit slip <laughs> to put money in your bank? And they Which said, bank? oh, yeah. SunTrust, he says. Yeah, that was SunTrust. Yes, sir. Yeah. And I said, well, what about the regular ones behind the counter? And they said, oh, yeah, we have them. I said, oh, could give me about ten of them or so. They said, no, we can only give you one. You make it out now. And I said, well, I want to do my banking at the house. I want to make out all the deposits right. and everything. Right. This way, when I go, I'm there. Mm -hmm. No, they won't give them to you. You have to buy them if you want them. You know what I did, don't you? Withdrawal time. Excellent. Good and choice. that was it. I hope you didn't go to watch over your money bank. No, I didn't go anywhere yet. I'm still waiting. I still got the check. I'm still waiting. Well, to that's go. my advice to you. Do not go to watch over your money. Is that right? They suck. Not bad, huh? Good luck to you, pal. Okay, thank you. Could, could I request a song? Wait a minute. Just bring your money over here. We'll hold it for you. <laughs> Yeah. What about a withdrawal? Do you give them? We'll take good care of it. No, you, you give no we, we only take deposits. No oh, withdrawals. Okay. <laughs> hey, can I request a uh, Go ahead. How about that dolphin thing, uh, you know, that new one? Oh, okay. My son-in-law is a dolphin fan, and if I could play for him on Sunday, man alive will make my day. Okay, you got it. Thanks, Neil. Long two. Nice and long. It's cagey. It's not a new one, but it sure it seems to fit at the end of every season, you know. It's the same old stuff. Miami has the Dolphins, they're the worst football team. They flub the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. They're on the ground, that's where they'll stay, they're never in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking toilet bowl, cause they're the 
Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number, how many teams in the league? 32. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, don't bet on them, you'll always lose. They don't know how to tackle, they don't know how to block, their coaches ought to tell them to put Ben Gay in their jocks. Then they would run much faster, and even in defeat. When we go to the stadium, we'll see Miami Heat, and they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? Uh, 32. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, the team that hasn't got a clue. Miami has the Dolphins, but the Dolphins have no fans. Just 50,000 assholes sitting in the stands. They watch the game and all they do is moan and gripe and bitch. I wonder how Joe Robbie got to be so goddamn rich. And they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number how many teams in the league? 32. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, I hear the crowd begin to boo. The Dolphins have Jay Fiedler, that quarterback's a Jew. Run down the field and he will throw a pass over you. He'll never win a Super Bowl, you shouldn't be surprised. When he gets cut, that doesn't mean that he was circumcised. And they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number, how many teams in the league? 32. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Jay calls his signals in Hebrew. The Dolphins have no defense and their offense is a joke. Like George Bush eating pretzels, you know they're gonna choke. They'll always disappoint you when they're in a playoff race With fewer points than pockmarks on Heisinga's ugly face And they're the Miami Dolphins Miami Dolphins Miami Dolphins number Oh, what the hell, 32 Miami Dolphins Miami Dolphins Miami Dolphins Now they're through And there are people here called me a sloppy dresser, huh? Every time I see that. Woody Grubber talks. I mean, Woody Graber. It's like they don't have the confidence that they're going to keep the weight off, so they keep wearing their fat clothes, waiting to fill them back in. Yeah. Haven't you noticed my lovely new attire? My new pantaloonies? Yes. Well, this is not a new shirt, but... Well, you have been every day shirt until what? today. New shirts. But it's a different one anyway. Right. Uh, I guess that's because Mo said I was a sloppy dresser, isn't it? No. No. Because, first of all, I don't ever see him anyway. We don't consort. And after hearing that business about how now he's turning on... See, it's just a matter of time. He'll turn on everybody before, you know, you give him enough time. I was just the lucky first one. <laughs> yeah. Long before he ever turned on me, he turned on George. Because you're small potatoes. And I outed him about the piece and the uh, varicose right. veins and the exactly. light green pants in the back. And that's that's why he... Uh, where the hell is that thing? That's why he uh, started the day that uh, Greg brought him in here. And he came up with... Here's the problem with George. Yeah. He's stupid. See? And I thought it was just like a little funny line, but it was not. It was serious. 
It was no joke. What a burn. Yeah. And then he denied trying to get you. Did he, did he actually ever deny that? I'm trying to think about it. Now, he, the response always is, where do you get your information? It's always that, you know, like that Mitch call. But he did the right thing. He, but he did the right thing. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. Don't come around here telling me that you're sorry. Your excuses they just bore me. Cause what you did to me that night just floored me. Yes, that fateful night when you were feeling gassy. Your ill wind it went right past me. No, you didn't have to blast me. Yes, you could have held it back, held back, held back. It's my nerves, you laugh, you laugh. Just like that, you lifted those cheeks on my sofa seat. And a sound that was power packed. Was packed. Now when your tenor trumpet blew. My breath till I turned blue. What else could I do? You took pain, and you should be ashamed. And you did it on our first date. You let one go, then you giggled so. Just because you let one go, you let one go. You felt like I was in the rack. Another year gas attack. You let one go. Talk about a major blow from that Taco Bell just up the road. Better think twice for you explode. Hold it back for you. Let one go. Let one go. 1217 at 560 WQM. That's just astonishing to me, turning on Joe and Mark. That is just amazing. How low can you go, Mo? 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. Here's our last call. It's in uh, Boynton Beach. Hello. Mr. Neal, how are you? Okay, sir. I, uh, I was at the game last night and uh, sat up in the, the club seats. I was lucky enough to get tickets up there. Uh-huh. And is, is uh, Bernie still part owner? You know? No, no, he has nothing to do with the organization, no. Okay, no, in the program, still got his name listed as one of the partners. No, he has nothing to do with it. That's funny. He, he was wandering in. He came into the uh, this one of the clubs, uh, the suites we were in, and uh, was just like a, just a normal guy wearing shorts and a sweatshirt, and he's awesome. He's just uh, nice as could be. But what, what, what does that mean? No, he's just a down-earth guy. I didn't know if he was still even part of the ownership. I heard something about him being bought out or trying to get out, but... Uh, he just was up there, just uh, you know, having fun with everybody else, and he was there with. Uh, actually, he was with. Had brought Kelly was up there with him. He was another nice guy too. He's pretty mean on the rink, but uh, mm-hmm. a good guy off the rink. But it was a good game last night. I thought, you know, yeah. Really if hard. you could see it, it was uh, terrific. Yeah. <laughs> I had pretty good seats. I'm sorry about your seats, but uh, that's too bad. Was, that, what do you think? I was wondering, do you think uh, there'd be that many Wings fans there if they weren't winning so well, if they weren't playing so well? No, I don't know. I mean, if they if they were sticking the joint out, probably not. But yeah, that's just human. Loyal, that's just human nature. But at least yeah. they did show up. I will say that for them. About ten thousand of them, anyway. That's the end of our calls today. Out of calls. That's it. Five six seven oh five sixty. So I guess obviously by doing this, by their uh, absence, they're making it very clear that starting on Monday, they want periodicals on audio back, which is fine with me. Well, I can't wait because I'm that. just my kishkis are churning from this exercise today. And this this last guy, I mean, what what is that? Bernie Kosar's a nice guy. Yeah, well, we already know that. Well, well, what does that mean? What does that have to do in any way, shape, or form with what I was talking about? Anything? No, no. No, no. It's just the level on which the people function here is just, uh, I, I can't relate to it. I can't relate to it. But then again, we got so many jock sniffers here who think that's what being a sports fan is all about. Oh, yeah, I ran into so-and-so. Ran into Jose Santiago at the, uh, whatever the hell his name is. Yeah, and 102 votes for Greg from uh, Port St. Lucie. You're in first place, sweetheart. And the last fax is what convinced me to leave you on there. 
You're beyond chronic. You're in a separate category. The amount of cone guys, 73. Dennis, the professional Catholic, 70. Reverend Jones, 60. Gilbert, 53. Eddie, 43. Paul Harvey, Jr., 23. And a few in between. Shoe Steve's got a couple, and Mr. G's got three. So everybody's got at least one. Nice to see. Spread it around. Here's a call from Boca. Hello. You know, how are you today? Okay. I got some interesting news for you. I was uh, reading that Bill O'Reilly's website, and uh, they have these opinions, and uh, someone wrote an opinion that you were a flaming liberal, and that the... That okay, you... great. Well, we're getting a new phone, number one, and nobody here cares about Bill O'Reilly, okay? But thank you so much. You're right, by the way. There's something... Wrong with the phone. Wrong with the phones, yes. I know that. The phone is all screwed up, and of course, does anybody here in this building care? No. No, they don't give a crap. That's what makes it triply frustrating. See, when I'm doing the bedtime stories, I don't have to worry about, is the phone going to work today? Is anybody going to call? Is it going to sound good? Am I going to feel like uh, this is a worthwhile exercise? The, pho the phone is pure, unadulterated Schmidt, okay? Beyond a sh am, I, am I wrong? No, you've got 11 audio elements in there, not counting the microphone, and that's the weakest one. Right. That is right. That, that's correct. All the other stuff here works fine. DCS works good. Yeah. Everything else in here works great. See? Just like clockwork. But the phone is a piece of a Schmidt. And it's not, you know, it's like underwater talk radio. Half of the people sound like they're uh, gargling. And the other half are. Here's Ala Morata. Hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. Yes, sir. I have a question concerning your morning show. Is that okay? Or is you, you can you can talk about whatever you like, sir, and if I find it acceptable, then we'll discuss it. If not, you'll hear this strange sound that sounds very much like a dial tone. Go ahead. What makes your management think that ah, people ah, are... Ah. No, see, you should have stopped at that point. That was where you put the question mark. What makes our management think? And the answer to that question is nothing. That we are going to... That anybody out there is going to listen to the morning guys until dolphin season starts again. Mm-hmm. They're out of material as it is, and it's only been two <laughs> weeks into the playoffs. Right. The gentleman whose things haven't dropped yet, he's okay, but the other gentleman, I mean, he calls a good football game, and he's got a nice voice, but they, they basically it's just football and football, and they don't discuss anything else. Yeah. And it gets to be very, extremely repetitive. Now he's quoting things from the 60s. Well, some of us weren't even around in the 60s, so what the hell is he talking about? We weren't even born in the 60s, right. No, but I'm serious. What did, what did it make him think is gonna, we're going to listen to him for the rest of the year? Well, see, when you box yourself into a corner like that and he's willing to have, like, Mike Keenan on for two minutes and maybe, like, talk, uh, you know, two or three minutes of hockey every day and pretend that he's really uh, spreading it around a little bit, you're right. I mean, except for the most one-dimensional people out there, the narrowest segment of the audience, uh, most people, except fans of those teams that are still in the playoffs, which we don't have any down here, uh, nobody cares. I mean, he's got I, his friends. I, 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 during when I was flipping CDs, and I do listen to, uh, to CDs, uh, I took one out, and the only thing I heard was some, some guy calling in about, what do you think of the Dolphins' schedule for next year? This is this is the 9th of January, okay? What is he? What do they think about the Dolphins' schedule for next year? I mean, that's just uh, unbelievable. Well, let me ask, does your programming basically need only ratings half the year, or they need ratings every quarter? All the time. And so far, that show ain't producing much. That's how you finance the advertising, correct? That is correct. So it's like if, you, if they produce two quarters out of the year, that's okay. No, I just got through saying, of course not. The only, no, the I... only, the only time of the year that they're not that concerned is the summertime, which is why they put George on. Five six seven oh five sixty, and they're not happy with that. Pound five sixty on the AT and T. They're not happy with anything because, generally speaking, they're a bunch of miserable bastards, is what they are. And if Greg comes in here again and says, hey, George, did you do that? Just tell him, talk to Neil about it. 
Of course, you won't do that because you're a wuss. What? Whatever. I just answered his questions. I didn't. Don't answer any questions. Tell him we don't answer questions. This isn't an interrogation room. This is a studio. I'm busy sitting in here uh, doing something. Make it look like you're doing something. I, I was doing something. What were you doing? Filling out my uh, talent thing. That, that's important stuff because yeah. it has to do with getting paid. That's probably why he came in here to try to distract you. Because he knew you were doing something that had to do with getting uh, re uh, compensated for your time here. And that's not something that they're too crazy about doing, these bastards. Wow, the check. You know that check that Duff put in the mail personal to me? Uh, what was that from last year? That still hasn't shown up yet. Remember that one? Maybe it was stolen out of your mailbox. Bobby, damn. That's you know the one a, you don't use? Yeah, that's right. Boy, that thing is really slow. Here's Boca. Hello. Hello. Hey, Neil? Yes, sir. Oh, hello. Hey, I prefer the show without the callers. Yeah. Uh, you're very entertaining, and it's a pleasure to listen to you and your whatever. I mean, am, am I right, or am I just being a hard-ass? Don't most of the calls suck? Yeah, and, and but but for, but for some strange reason, every time I take a survey on that, this audience wants the goddamn phone calls. What's that all about? Well, they're the guys that are calling. I I would prefer to listen and enjoy what you're talking about. And if if I have to get something off my mind, I just email you or fax you. And uh, the, regarding the hockey thing, you know, when the Silver Fox and all that crowd from the old place used to always stand up and down. That's one of the things that annoyed me about yeah. going to the games. Right. You said. You know, the, the worst game I ever went to was when there was a uh, playoff game or something for the Heat, and they had, like, hardly something happened, and they didn't have that many ushers in the Miami arena. Mm -hmm. And it was chaos. Um, in the upper level, people were coming and going all the time. And I said, where the hell are the ushers? And they're like, oh, there's a, another game going on or something. So we're understaffed tonight. But that's, you definitely need the ushers to keep control. And well, people down the, the, you, can't, you can't complain about the job that the ushers do at the Macarena because they're not doing any. They're, just, uh, they're <laughs> doing nothing. They're doing nothing except being good little Nazis before the game, checking 15 times the tickets of people that they already know belong there. Well, if, you, if whoever you want to do the show, you do it. Uh, we enjoy listening to it, and we'll agree with what you want to do. I mean, it's so much show. easier for me to come in here and just take the calls. It's a lot easier for me. We put a lot of good these good stories that I come up with and put them on the website so people can still find out what's going on in the world. And that supposedly is what the audience wants, but it's like everything else in this town. When they say they want something, you give it to It's like if you go to the grocery store and your kid says, oh, give me uh, shredded wheat, and you take it home. Oh, I don't want shredded wheat. What the hell do you buy that for? And that's what this town is constantly all about. They don't know what they want. And have a great day. Thank you, sir. And back to you. They do not know what they want. Malcontents. Look at look at how how little that I require. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. Just give me a microphone, a few pieces of equipment that work, give me a big fat paycheck. That's it. I don't need anybody in here kissing my ass, sucking up to me, shining my shoes, soothing my ego. Massaging your bag. Massaging and squeezing my bag. Snapping my veins. It's like velvet. <laughs> 27 past noon. And by the way, what's her name again that's doing the log now? Michelle. Michelle. Great job today. Live, Live and local. We are Sports Radio 560. QAM. But can't keep his pecker in his pants. The beat of South Florida. <laughs> This is the rhythm and beat you miss out on when you leave South Florida. Especially when you leave it fast. We 
such bad like nowhere's will. Even if you do need to go touch. If you don't pick up the sunflower dove rhythm and beat, it would be like all those times you tried to throw a broken garbage can away. They don't pick it up. Man, the beat of sunflower dove. That's the beat of sunflower dove, where the sun burns a hole in your brain and shrinks your balls. Sunflower dove, that's where they be beating it. 510 votes on the poll so far. Shoe Steve two, Mr. G's got three, Blind Mike's only got six, even Gil Siegel's got seven. Skipping over all of those uh, losers in between. Greg from Port St. Lucie's on top, 105, and deservedly so. The Maricone guy, 76. Dennis, uh, 74. Reverend Jones, 64. And Gilbert, 56. Eddie is uh, stuck at only uh, 45. Even Paul Harvey Jr.'s got 23 as a very late addition. And let me say it again, and deservedly so. Oh, he's busy listening to Tony Bruno. He ain't going to be uh, talking to you. Remember that day? How could yes. we ever forget? What a loser. What a sad sack. Five six seven oh five sixty. Of course, he probably had the affiliate list. Here's Lake Worth. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. You said Greg's on top, but rumor has it he prefers it on the bottom. Really? That's what I'm hearing from That's Andy. That's rumor I'm starting. Hey, uh -huh. um, this is John in Lake Worth. I send you some stuff from time to time. Yeah, John. How you doing? Okay. I just uh, I spoke to George, and um, I'm gonna. I just got a copy of um, the Bob and Tom. It's a double album, their latest. I'm going to send that guy to you. It's Good, little, uh, excellent. Yeah, and a, and a mouse pad for uh, for George. I Get it here real quick before I go back to Toronto, like in a couple of days. <laughs> I can try. I don't know how fast it's going to be, but um, I had a, you know I had a question. You obviously in living part of the time in Toronto and part of the time. In Amsterdam, what is the perception of our president and everything that he's been doing in their new... Well, as Prime Minister Kretchen's assistant said before she got fired, he's a moron is what they think. No, I'm aware of that, but... No, no, I'm, I'm answering you, that's what they think, he's a moron. And in Canada as well? Yes. You know... Prime Minister Kretchen is Canada, the last time I checked. Oh, I'm sorry, I... I, I okay, you're right. Um, you know... And I know that you already know this, but the whole thing is obviously about oil and whatnot. But you know what's really funny is, first of all, and you've said it many times, and I'm a firm believer also, that Americans by and large are just dumb people. Uh-huh. But, um, you know, this whole thing with North Korea, I mean, they already have two or three nuclear weapons pointed at our country, by the way. They have the potential to make others. Uh, yet we're not gearing up like we're gearing up towards Iraq. So what does that tell They don't you? have any oil, sir. No, no, no. I, I understand that. I'm just saying for the rest of Americans, Americans by and large, as, every, as you know, you know, they they love war. They like going out and kicking ass. They don't, you know, they don't realize the the big picture. They Americans realize... love war. They like seeing their kids coming home in body bags. I'm not, I'm no, not so sure of that. Like, I don't think so. No, I don't think they like going in in body bags. But what it is is the United States when they went into Persian Gulf and they go into uh, places. Uh, where there's really no threat, where it's so uh, such a one-sided battle. Americans, mm -hmm. by and large, like... Like Iraq, where the army has been decimated, where they basically have... Uh, where they're almost defenseless. Exactly. 
exactly. Mm-hmm. So you go in there, you kick some serious major ass. You only have a handful of casualties, and Americans say, hey, look at us, we're the greatest. They don't realize how expensive it is and how much money we're going to have. Well, I hate to tell you this, but around the world, what I'm discovering, and I don't want to say all around the world, but at least in the places where I am, generally uh, Americans are despised at this point. This, we're not uh, very popular around the world. And I understand that, and I lived for two years in Europe. I told my wife I will not retire in this country. You mm-hmm. had a caller yesterday who uh, echoed me exactly, a guy who said he was almost ashamed to be an American. I, too, feel that way. And when I was in Europe, I used to tell people that I was Canadian for fear of getting my ass That's funny, because I do the same thing. Absolutely. I have no problem doing that. At least in my case, it's partly true anyway. Exactly. And, and you know, it really is a shame. But, I I mean, I I just am more and more... Becoming less of an American because of, of, of how. Well, you better get with it, John. You better put that flag up outside your house and stand there and salute it. I love you, Neil. See ya. Bye. Get with it. Gonna turn him in. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. Joe Rose from you know, Jim Manager 1. Hank is in the Bahamas. Oh, guess the one caller I did be, other than that one I just mentioned, what was the guy, uh, what was he doing? When I was changing my CDs. Before I put the first CD on, Oh, that was right. The guy asking about the Dolphins schedule. The other call was Jamaican Paul. Yeah, that was the call that I heard. Yeah, man. So we shouldn't feel really that bad, I guess. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you today, sir? Okay. Good, good. Let me take you off the speaker. Please. Uh, Al Goldstein's going to run for sheriff. Oh, no, don't, don't. Let's no, no, not no, waste no, any okay, time I, on him. He's run for sheriff. He's going to run for his life. Okay, he's going to waddle for his life. I, I heard that. He already did that before. He opened up his gun store. That lasted about five minutes. I mean, Al is just uh, out of out of out of control. Okay. Well, he's not what I want to talk about. Good. Uh, you, uh, this this Farrell uh, cop, the uh, FBI cop. Yeah. Do you know where the quarter deck is on University? I haven't got any idea. Okay, it's below five ninety five. So he had to drive, and I'm not trying to excuse him or whatever, but I I can't believe that he was. <laughs> What is it? When you leave Lauder Hill, you're going west to get on 95. When you leave here at the quarter deck, you go north on University, east on 595, then north on 95. Yeah. So he had to drive all the way from the quarter deck all the way up to Atlantic Avenue where this accident occurred, whereas the the two uh, other people were going east or going west and getting on 95. How did he turn around? between here and Atlantic Avenue and end up coming south. I don't know. I wasn't telling him, so I have no idea. Right. I mean, well, that's why I think, it. you know, I'm not saying he did or I'm not saying he didn't, but there's a a lot of... He did. A lot of doubt. He did. There is no doubt. Well, unfortunately, in my mind, there is, but... But Based on on what? Based on on how he had to get up there. How how did he get there then? Did did somebody uh, get a sky hook and lift his uh, vehicle off the road and stick him on the wrong side going the wrong way? Well, that's what I'm saying. How did that happen? Well, I unless he did it, I don't know. But well, that's uh, pretty obvious. Okay, just keep chasing like a squirrel. Keep chasing your tail. You notice that a lot of people making excuses. For oh, that exactly, and yeah, no question about it. Like, like uh, what's his name in the paper this morning? In the Sun Sentinel, Mayo. Michael Mayo, hold the Mayo. Let me say it again, Mike. That's the dumbest, the most embarrassing column. When are you going to grow a pair, man? When are the like I said, everything is the same here. I'm not going to get excited about it. This is a horse Schmidt town, man. Same bush leaguers writing the same pablum, the same crap, afraid to open up a mouth and really say anything. Maybe two or three times a year somebody really says something worth uh, repeating, worth reading on a year. Wait till you're, th- wait till you're this fax. 
Hi, Neil. The problem with Mo is Greg didn't follow the formula. He's not a jock or a Jew. Huh? <laughs> we better save this. Mo Howard David is not Jewish? Oh, my God. As a oh matter of fact, maybe that's why he wears the toupee. It counts as a head maybe, covering. Maybe that's really a yarmulke. He's wearing a knotted toupee. I never maybe thought about that. a yarmulke under it. At least he's got his head covered. Out of respect. Of course, he used to respect Joe and Mark, but that's in the past. Five six seven oh five. I, I still can't get over that. It shouldn't surprise me, but that's. Well, he can't. Carry I mean, that wasn't, over. weren't they always like almost joined at the hips? At least that on the air perception. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the dirty boys. This and the dirty boys. That. And evidently, they did a show with strippers or something like that. And he heard it at the tail ass end of it, and got just psychotic about it because they weren't talking about sports. And he's just doomed in the station. He's destined to fail because he's he's squeezed between two non-sports shows. Yeah, we're definitely helping you fail, Mo. With that big 9 to 10 hour that gooses your numbers up by a full point, and then Greg calls Barry Jackass and says, Oh, well, Mo got this, which Mo didn't get at all because he's quoting a 6 to 10 number, and the guy's only on till 9. And the 9 to 10 hour, like I said, gooses his number up by a full point usually in every book. But don't confuse Barry Jackass or Greg or anybody else with the facts. Squeezed between two non-sports as it shows. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. Just squeeze the bag, Mo. Here's Kendall. Hello. That's hilarious. You know, I'm, I haven't called you in about three years. Why not? And, uh, I, I just don't like to bother you. What do you mean you, bother me? That's supposed to be, that's supposed to be a talk show. Yeah, but you know, I, uh, you know, I just, you know, if I got nothing to contribute, I won't call you, but. If you, you have know, nothing to contribute, then don't bother me. Exactly. That, right. There you go. Yeah. You know, they, a couple of callers ago was saying, you know, whether you guys looked at the ratings the whole year or just four months out of the year, have you ever heard what Mo has for competition? What, what does that mean? Have you ever tried listening to that other sports show on, on, on the other station? No, that, that's not our only competition. He's got Howard Stern as a heavy-duty competition. Well, He's got Ron and Paul. Yeah, that, that, that sports show is not our competition. That Fox Sports is not, they, they don't even well, get a one share. Well, they don't break the, a for, one share. They're non-existent. For the jock sniffers, it is. You know, I mean, that, no, but, that would be but your it, only but, other alternative. Sir, it is not. See, oh. when, you, when you're on the air, your competition is every other signal it's on when you're on. I, I like we have, I we have part of Howard's show to contend with Howard Stern. I'm talking about. We got Dr. Laura. We got big fat ass Limbaugh that we got to deal with. So we well, got all of these people we're against, and you know that's that's it. Well, but that's not competition anyway. But at any rate, I mean, it, that's it, you're wrong. It is competition. Like I just got through telling you, well, whatever it, else is on, that's your competition. It, 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 uh, you know, theoretically speaking. No, it's I mean, not theoretically. So you remind me of the guy the other day that was trying to give me a seminar on the ratings. No, no, I'm not giving you a seminar. I no. mean, I don't think those people can compete with you is what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I mean, yes, I realize that they're competition because they're up against... So, the so let, me, let, let me say this since you are bothering me now. What is the bottom line of this? <laughs> The I know you, start, is you that, started that, out not bothering me, and now you are bothering oh, me, which you see, promised you weren't so, going to do. So it'll be three, another three years since I call you. But the bottom line let me, is let me, that... Wait a minute. Let me mark the calendar. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. The bottom line is that, you know, he, Mo, you, you know, you're talking about who are the chronics. I mean, Mo's got, you know, Dave the Raider Jets fan that yeah. calls him every morning. Jamaican Jamaica, Paul. Jamaican Paul. Stuttering uh, Steve, the baseball guy. The guy, uh, Ricky from Boar's Head. Right. That's it. That's his show. That's it? That's that's it. I, mean, I can never listen to Mo's show. Okay, I'm in the car driving to work in the morning at, at that time. I can never turn on his show without hearing those five guys every single well, well, day. Well, let me ask you this before I start knocking him for not having a lot of good calls or any calls. How, who calls this show? Well, 
I, 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 came, I came back from a nice extended vacation last Thursday, New Year's, the day after New Year's Day. Right. Thursday, the first day back was great. Phones rang like crazy. We had that, I left here feeling so great that day. In fact, I'd almost forgotten about it. I yep. thought, man, that's the kind of show I'd love to do every day, get that kind of response. Remember that, George? It was I great. Did. Friday, the very next day, was like, eh, not all that great. And this week has been like I've just, like, uh, this whole audience has disappeared. But see, George screens out your chronics. Now, if you let all of those people that are on your list today call you consistently, you know, you'd be just like his show. Like, like the sports shows. on it. I do understand what you're saying. Right. Never, there were never like any his... shortage of calls on the sports shows. And I also would have been off the air 15 years ago if right. I would have done that. Because, you know, when he takes a call, you hear, you're Dave the Raider Jets fan. That means but, 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 but you're missing my point. You're squealing now. You're missing I'm my sorry. point. You're missing my point. There have been many times today when we've had nobody on the line. I so know, the point got, is, if, right if those are the people who will call him, then what, what do you expect him to do? Who else is he going to talk to? Well, I, I, so one I thing I'm going to not knock him about is the damn phone calls, because this station blows when it comes to calls. This is the worst damn talk station in the universe when it comes to phone calls. Well, not only yeah. the ones that don't come in, but the ones that do come in. Okay. And don't bother me for a while. I love you. See ya. Bye. <laughs> it was okay. Just don't give me seminars on the numbers, okay? We got numbers coming out of our ass. Numbers coming out a week from tomorrow, by the way, and it'll be interesting to want to be interesting? Not really. I you know something? I just I don't care. I just don't. I know you don't believe that, but I, I just I've reached that point. I don't care anymore. I can, what 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 incentive do I have? Money? No, that that I mean to you that means something, that bonus. You think that bonus makes a lot of difference to me? No. There, there's just no incentive. This is a lethargic place. The management in here doesn't even dare come anywhere near me. Right? Yeah. So so, so, what's the point? What kind of relationship do I have with this place? The rest of the station, I noticed that my friend the Mad Dog the last couple of days at least has dignified that I'm on the air, which is something new. Maybe now that I'm in town, he actually sees I'm alive. But generally speaking, we're in a total island. I mean, the Moe's on there bitching about he's, he's uh, doomed sandwich. because he's sandwiched. We're, we're, we're like a, a little tiny piece of bologna in the middle of the sandwich. We specialize in bologna, by the way, on this show. That's what we are. But how can you be bellyaching about being adjacent to the highest rated show on the station? I don't understand that. He's the one that isolated himself from us, not the other way around. He's the one who decided he was going to be the island, that it was going to be him and the dirty boys against the world. And now he's turned on them. So I guess WQAM, the new format is Mo against the world. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Got two sets of lips. Welcome back to the testicular model. Little Mo Howard and David in the show. Boy. <clears throat> now, what do we got here? Hey, Mo. What? Uh, Did you see I'm trying to think? I, I just want to tell you, you, you you're leaning over oh. my lap again. Well, I thought I smelled something pungent. Something wrong with you. No, I wipe. Oh, I split my bag here. Get the hell out of my way. Where am I supposed to go? The hell, you squeaky little bastard. Hey, I don't think I got a squeaky voice. You don't, huh? No. Uh, I think you need your balls examined. My balls? That's right. Now drop your pants so I can examine them. No. You ever want to work in this business again? Yeah. Then obey my command. Okay. Oh, that's bigger than Oscar Mayer truck. Yeah. Jesus, look at that thing. Let me get my flashlight over here. Where's your balls? They're there. 
You're packing a python in your pants and no balls. I got balls. They're up a little. Oh, yeah. Well, let's see what happens when I slam my foot down on your fire. There. That hurt, Mo. Hey. Your voice. Yes? You, you sound kind of the normal. Oh, yes, quite right. It's a far, far better way to sound. I don't believe it. Hey, let me see if I can no, get no, a blow. No, say something. Fall off the bone baby back ribs. See that? Your balls dropped it. Pretty good, huh? East of the Rockies. You like that, huh? Yeah, thanks, Mo. Yeah? You like that, huh? Well, let's see what happens when I put them back. I'm putting them back, see? Don't be the day when you've got a better voice than me. Hey, hey, what are you doing? This thing's running around me like a cobra. I can't move. It's coiling around me. Not the mouth. Not the mouth. Twelve minutes till one at 560 WQM, the little dog, Joe Rose, who also, by the way, hates more like poison. He'll be along at one o'clock. Fill in for the mad dog. 106 votes for Greg from Port St. Lucie, who with his 45 faxes today has distinguished himself as the most chronic of them all, by far. The mighty corn guy, 81. Dennis, 79. Reverend Jones, 64. And Gilbert, 61. And uh, the others are kind of like a uh, sucking wind. Here's a call from Orlando. Hello. Hello. No matter how bad it is there, come to Orlando, and I guarantee you it's ten times worse. No, thanks. <laughs> I finally found you on the internet. Thank God you are on the internet. You're the only life on the internet. Yeah. So glad to find you. So what happened to IOD? What, what does that mean? How well, come when I saw a call, when I saw Orlando on here, how come I knew it was going to be a radio call? Well, I used to. Live I haven't in been on WIOD for five years, sir. I've been on this station for over five years. Wow. Yeah. Is that okay? That's okay. Okay, see ya. Five, six, Tampa or Orlando, it's almost 99% of the time it's some kind of a radio call. Oh, well, you know, up here on Real Radio and over here in Tampa on WFLA. Uh, here's Miami. Hello. Hey, uh, I just wanted to see what you think of a guy like uh, Howard Stern. What you think of him. I wish I had his money. That's my only comment about really? him. Really? Yes. You don't respect anything he's done? I, I, I didn't say that. No, now, why why, why would you put words in my I'm mouth? I'm not putting words. I'm, I'm asking you. I'm not putting that words That was my mouth. first response is I wish I had his money. He's uh, enormously successful. He's one of the few people in the world who's been like number one in like just jillions of major markets. And what can I say? I don't listen to his show anymore because he's a shadow of what he used to be when he was really funny years ago. Yeah. But well, it's uh, getting better. Huh? It's, get, it's getting better. No, maybe I'll give it a shot. Got to check it out. Okay. All right. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Maybe I'm listening to the wrong Howard. Oh, I'm not even listening to him anymore. Maybe now that I'm looking for some entertainment on the way to work in the morning. Maybe I'll listen to a Howard Sperm, but I don't think so. What do you think, George? No. <laughs> Here's Plantation. Hello. Hey Neil, how you doing? Okay. Hey, listen, I was listening to uh, to Mo earlier this morning. Who? And he was actually uh, he was actually saying that he felt sorry for you because of your calls. So I don't see why. Hey, Mo, wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah, go ahead. If he doesn't listen to this show, uh, then so how he can he, he, s he, he did, did win? He said he listened to you a couple days ago or yesterday. And he said, you know, like you said, he said he's a little sorry for you because you're cold. And if you get your ass kicked, say you get your ass kicked. And he said, you know, like you said, What was that? Now, what, what well, it was a bad phone yeah. that belonged to an asshole. Well, what was he saying? He, no, he turned the radio up. After he got far enough, then he turned the radio up so he could hear him. So he could hear the sound of his own voice. Good. I hope you're squeezing it now, sir. Here's Pompano. Hello. Pompano. Hello. 
Yes, sir. Hey, how are you? Hello? I'm here. I'm listening. I asked you a question. I said, how are you? Five, six, seven. Take the phone out of your ass, then maybe we can understand what you're saying. Here's West Palm Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, here's another one we can't hear at all. You can't hear me? Now I can hear you. Oh, there you go. How's it going? I got to have the dolphin song. How do I get that? George says there's no way. That's beautiful. Let, let me say it again. No way. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay. Uh, I just kind of, I was listening to a caller earlier talking about Howard David, and um, I just wanted to add my two cents, and hopefully somebody at the station is listening, because I'm sure there's other people that share my opinion. Well, um, how do you know that? I, I, hello? How do you know there's other people that share your opinion? Well, because I, I talk to people who are sports fans like me and, and, and you know, listeners of yours, and, and we, and, and, and before you, before you ever started, you know, whatever, ripping him or whatever it is, you know, bothering him doing skits or whatever. I never liked Howard Davis from the beginning. Everybody says, oh, he's a great football announcer. I think that's subject, you know, to opinion. I mm -hmm. mean, how, how can somebody just say, oh, he's great? I mean, you think he's great. I think he sucks. I think Mo Howard Davis an asshole on his show. Yeah. He's, an a he's an asshole on his Dolphins call, and he's just an overall asshole. I'd love to see the guy because I've never seen a picture, and you're always talking about his mousy wig and whatever. Don't you have a uh, computer? Well, yeah, we're on QAM.com. We're on QAM.com, and if you, where it says our hosts, just click on host, and you'll see the picture of him and Geldy there together, and that thing crawling around on Moe's head. What's funny is he probably looks like Schmidt in the picture, and, and you Well, know, why don't you go look at it, pal, and uh, find out. 5670560, maybe he uh, wants to do something while he's looking at the picture. I don't know, he sounds pretty excited. Here's Hollywood, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Commonality between the list that you have today and the assholes at the football and hockey games and everything else, everybody's trying to be part of the action instead of going and watching and paying your money to go see a pro team play, and that is the event, not the no, no, that, no, it's got nothing to do with no, it has nothing to do with being part of the action. It's just yeah, the, uh, they want to be part of the show. That's why they're dressed up like idiots with fins on their heads and shoulder pads. Look, I'm, I'm not, I'm not talking about those people. The people that come there who are fans and enthusiastic, I, I'm more power to them. I'm not complaining about those people. I'm complaining about the people who have no concept of, of having consideration for other people who let us see the game. What the hell difference is if, is, is if they come dressed up or whatever, enthused about the team? What's wrong with that? No, if if they get involved in the show, they want to be part of the show instead of watching the game. If 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 you were an athlete or a, or, a, or a fan, a good fan, you go there to watch the game, not to watch the circus that's going on around you or the drunks or the morons. But the circus the that's the going on around me, sir, let me say it again, has nothing to do with the people who are dressed up with panther outfits or whatever else. But evidently, there you must have waxy buildup and you can't hear what I'm saying to you. Believe me, that experience last night was tragic. It was sad. It broke my heart. A sport that I love so much that's so great and so enjoyable when played well, which it wasn't the first period and a half, but after that got pretty exciting. And I couldn't see it. I couldn't enjoy it because of a bunch of inconsiderate assholes. And we've got all these intellectuals out there, now like this guy, and they're analyzing, well, these people want to be a part of this. It's got nothing to do with that. They're rude and they're assholes. That's all. Simple. There's nothing complicated about it. They're a bunch of rude assholes, which is basically what this town is all about. And take the sports element out of it. Just go out there on a highway, anywhere. You pick the road. You pick the time of day or night and go out on the road. And what you see out there, if you look it up in the dictionary, you'll see a picture of that next to rude assholes. 
you'll see a picture of a South Florida highway with a bunch of other idiots cutting each other off, making left turns like 10 seconds after the lights turned red. All of these things. Making right turns from the center lane, cutting right in front of your ass. Doing aberrant, unacceptable things that you rarely see, even in places like Rome where they drive like lunatics. But they, they, you don't, you just don't want to get it, okay? It's just me. I'm a bad guy. I'm just not pleased when I'm here, and I'll be gone soon. Here's uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. I'm quite... Here's Boca. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, what's up, Neil? How you doing? I'm pretty good. Yeah, it's the first time I talked to you. I talked to George once before. And that one guy he called before about, uh, I don't know, he was a uh, uh, fireman or something from Broward County. He's pretty right. I just... Uh, I just wanted to call and say what's up, and the cops suck. Later. The fireman from Broward County? You got me. Was that on uh, Moe's show? 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. Hollywood, hello. Oh, oh, I'm so tired, Neil. I'm so tired. I love you. Here's Hallandale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Neil, how are you? Um, I was wondering if, uh, since Mo, uh, you know, uh, is then? Hello? I'm Neil. listening. I'm listening. Miraculously, you're still on, yes. Is Mo what? No, I'm trying to find out if Bob sold or... Okay. 5670560, oh, another one of your spicks. See, that's another thing, man. These people have just decimated this town. Make no mistake about it. I'm not saying that the Yahoos haven't done their own good job, but you folks have like come in and put the finishing touches on this town, whatever we had before. It's done. It's finito. In fact, you know something? Maybe all the people that we used to talk to, maybe they wised up and took my advice. Maybe they've moved out. Maybe that's why we don't find them anymore. They're all gone. And more power to them. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, I guess. Yeah, it's a rough day, man. I'm Brutal. Kidding. I had to call you in about ten years, so I had to pitch you in today, but... You hit it on the head about the sporting events. That's what turned me off around this decrepit place. It's like driving out here going trying to go to a sporting event. There's so many rude bastards like that. Yeah. And also, you know, Mo said something about uh, he'd like to get jiggy with you, but I don't. He he's up and down. I tell you, he's uh, always talking about Neil this, Neil that, and Neil scared of Mandich. And I don't know. I think he's trying to be your partner now. Sir, ain't gonna happen. It ain't I gonna know. happen. It's so boring in the morning, Neil. We look forward to the nine o'clock hour. Have a wonderful day. And you too. Too late. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Now you know this is going to be a very quick call. Here's Hialeah. Hello. <laughs> Port St. Lucie. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. You, you're the man, man. I listen to you every day, and you've got the best damn job in the world. Wish I was you. Enjoy. Thanks. Bye. Here's Deerfield Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi. Uh, I'm a member of the Autobahn Society. The what? The Autobahn Society. You're a bird watcher? Yes. Yeah. And I'm trying to put a petition together to have the Mo Man's hairpiece uh, designated a uh, pigeon refuge. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if you could help me get that together. Here's Miami. Hello. Miami. Buenos dias. You can't spell Mo without the trained monkey. Call from Dania, which we rarely get. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. 
Yeah, hi, I was driving up I-95, and I thought that QAM finally put up a billboard, and I seen it was Defoe. Yeah. Unbelievable. Why is it unbelievable? How many billboards have you seen for QAM in the last uh, eight hundred years? I'm sure back in the old days when they were like uh, the only game in town, well, you didn't really need them anyway, but they still probably put them up. Back in the rickshaw days, back when the heyday when this station was like a real radio station and not whatever the hell it is now. Anyway, that's going to bring an end to another, uh, I'll tell you, between the hockey game last night and this experience, these four hours here today, believe you me. How's my friend Helen at Air Canada doing it? We got Joe Rose for the Mad Dog coming up next. Hank from the Bahamas at three. Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale.